The Woodward Sports Network presents a sports show that's more than just sports. Welcome to the bottom line. With U of M great and former NFL star Braylon Edwards and Ryan Armani. Sit back and let's talk some Detroit sports right now on the bottom line. And here we go, Wednesday, May 11th, 2022. Armani and Edwards, bottom line, Woodward Sports Network, Ryan. Armani Braylon Edwards, good afternoon to you, my friend. Yeah, I'm, surprised. I'm sorry I'm over looking crazy. Somebody uh, messed with my, my switches as well as my headphones. But oh, man, I am who's now doing back, that? I am now back in the game. Man, another beautiful day out here. Obviously, a little bit overcast right now, but it was beautiful when I got in here, man. Took a walk with Easy. You know, we walked around... Uh, uh, old Woodward walked around beautiful Birmingham. So excited to be here. Obviously, Lions schedule leaked a little bit. So we can talk about that. Just excited once again. Another good day. Feeling good Why once again. Why the hell did you bring me back a slice or something? Well, I should have brought you back some uh, some paraphernalia from my uh, jars. Shout out to jars. <laughs> Allie and Rob doing their thing over there. So, You know, I've lived in Michigan my whole life, Tom Masway. I will tell you. Yes, sir. I never really spent much time in Birmingham right. until right. I started working here. It's beautiful. It is Phenomenal. Yeah. It's a great place to be. It's vibrant. The people are great. There's uh, restaurants, yeah. bars, people everything right. around here. I mean, this is just a great place in our state. It's no wonder why people flock here. The people are okay, but the town and the area and the parks no. and the restaurants and the, the, the uh, I guess you would say, the establishments, they're amazing. People are okay. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Uh, good afternoon okay. to you, Tom Mazaway. Hey, buddy. Good to see you in the pink shirt. You're looking good. I know you're uh, you're going long again here today. Another long day it's on the good, air. It's all good, man. A all big... I got to do is uh, exercise my voice a little bit. I'll keep it down, try to talk. You know, we had a guy uh, on yesterday who, uh, who me or the people in Birmingham? The people in Birmingham, <laughs> not you. People in Birmingham, they're, they're a bit you're arrogant and they're a little, it's, you know, they had that, they had that air about them. You know what I'm saying? They have that Bugatti air about go. them. They have that Range Rover Sport air about them but great town though so we had a guy on uh our show uh, on the news two days ago the guy's name was gabe i don't remember what his last name was he was an author wrote a book about penguins and uh, it Mr. wasn't Poppers? A, it wasn't a book about penguins who doesn't but, love penguins but listen for a minute <laughs> he talks about how and we all heard the old adage it's not what you say it's how you say it Right? How many times have you heard that in your life? It's not what you say, yeah. it's how you say it. Well, with Sounds you, right. every day. Well, he, uh, essentially, he wrote this book, and one of the tips that you get from the book is you should always talk in terms of conflict resolution when you're, when you're in conflict, when you're displeased with something, you're trying to get your point across. You know, you don't have to go all crazy and yell and see. It's, it's not getting anywhere with anybody. I'm sorry. If you use your grocery list voice, he calls it, a grocery Think about reading off your grocery list. Oh, I need some tomatoes. We'll grab some onions. They got the cereal. Maybe two boxes of cereal. If you use Captain your, Crunch. If you, Captain Crunch, sure. If you use your grocery list voice, you know, you, you really offended me by what you said the other day. Uh, I right. really didn't like it, and uh, I just wanted you to know that. Instead of, bleep you, you mother bleeper, yeah. I can't believe you said that to me. What do you mean? And um, and so uh, that's how the voice, though, stays good on long days like today. I use my grocery. It all comes back to the long day. But, it, I use my grocery store, right. grocery list voice. But that depends on... 
like how much money you have and who you have to provide for when you go to that grocery store. Because if you got kids and you don't have any money, that grocery store voice is a little different. It's like, what do you mean it's $5 for eggs? What? Did you see the cost of milk over here? Lunch Damn it, don't you go in that refrigerator, okay? I just replenished it. Very true. Don't go in there until you get a job. Very it true. It depends. Hey, we got Sam Fisher with us today. Sam. Fish is in the house filling in. I'm here. It's it's a great day to be alive. Wednesday, half halfway to the week. Fish, give our viewers an update on what you've been doing. You've uh, joined the morning show team with Adam and Terry and Maddie. Yeah, morning show's going great. They're getting a lot of views. Uh, honestly, you guys know what it is. It's Adam. People want to hear what Adam has to say, and he wants to hear him mother after chat or whatever he does. So it's going good. People love Adam, and they love Maddie and Terry Foster on the show. Well, we certainly we miss you. I mean, we love our Sam Flannel, but of course, we love our Sam Fisher as well. And I noticed you got the DCFC uh, shirt on. Big match last night. Can you give us an update on what happened with DCFC last night? They had a big game yesterday. Louisville City. They uh, they lost in penalties, so that's sad. What does that so, mean? They lost in penalties. Uh, penalty shootout. So they played 90 minutes. They tied because it was a cup match. They played another 30 minutes. 30 120, minutes. Yep. So they played 120 minutes they, of soccer? They played 120 yep. minutes. Then they do penalty kicks, which I'm sure everyone knows what a penalty shootout is. You got a kicker and a goalie. You got a kicker and a goalie. You try to kick it in the net, and the goalie tries to stop it. Yep. And the goalie for Louisville City did better than the goalie for Detroit. Louisville City. Now, is that an MLS team? or? Uh, no, they're in the same league as Detroit. Okay. So we will play them two more times in the league. Well, that's very good. How about tonight? Is there a big game tonight? Neil Rule's calling the game tonight? Uh, yeah, it's the same competition. It's Minnesota United and Colorado. I love so that you love. if you, you want to hear Neil Rule... Watch it, ESPN Plus. I love that you love DCFC. And I actually watched one of their games. Neil Rule was calling it, actually. Rule, yeah. the, the, the fan participate. Now, I don't know the first thing about soccer. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to you that I do. Uh, but I love watching the excitement and the enthusiasm yeah. for soccer. Uh, first sport I ever played was soccer. I played soccer in our Rosedale Park, Rosedale Park Soccer. Uh, as a team full of colors. I, to this day, don't know what team I was actually on in terms of the name. But I know I played for the green team. So, I, you know, I started playing Rosedale Soccer when I was four or five. And, you know, started liking soccer then. Obviously, I started playing baseball and other sports. And, yeah, soccer kind of get put on the back burner. But in 2016, the fish, you can attest to this. World Cup 2016 was an eye-opener for the United States of America, man. I think it really brought soccer back to the forefront. Now, don't get me wrong. There were people that were watching soccer, like Fish. There were people that were, you know, diehard soccer people before 2016 came. But that 2016 World Cup, with Team USA was uh -huh. able to do, they were in the thick of things, what made USA want to watch more. And when USA, we watch more, we learn more about Messi. You learn about Ronaldo. Sure. Hell, we tied Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo, if I'm correct. You tied Christian, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's one of the best of all time, arguably the best. I don't think so, but close. It did something for America and soccer, and it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Dempsey was amazing that year for USA, Team USA. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really an amazing year. And obviously, Team USA women won that year, which mm -hmm. is the last time they did win. So. 16 was the year for USA and soccer in terms of bringing it to the forefront of ESPN, Fox, uh, Woodward Sports Network, and everywhere else. So 16 was the year. Uh, we've got uh, Fletch, our left tackle. I like to refer to him as our left tackle because, you know, if he's doing his job, you don't notice him. Right. If he screws up, you know something's it. wrong, uh, you know it's Fletch's fault. Quarterback's going to the hospital. <laughs> Fletch, how you doing over there, buddy? <laughs> 
I don't keep the mic up like Spence does. I don't talk very often. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Good, uh, man. You know, I'm I'm happy with the way the Tigers performed on Friday. I'm or not Friday. Yesterday. Jeez, what was that? Yesterday, yeah. So Tuesday. yesterday, game one. Um, yeah, game one. Which was an away game, by the way. Yes, but you know, I don't know. I'm just I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be sitting in the seat, hanging out with you guys. Uh, Hopefully they do just as well tonight as they did yesterday. Amen to that. Yeah. Fletch, we love you, and uh, uh, and we're glad you're with us. I do want to make mention, though, uh, kind of as we kick off the show here, uh, guys, and I, I, we all met him, right? Uh, Bob Lanier, uh, yeah. Detroit Pistons NBA legend, Hall of Famer, uh, passed away at the age of 73. It, it, incredibly young, in my opinion. Um and it's just sad. He was a gentle giant, the dabber, yep. uh, as he was affectionately <laughs> yeah. uh, known Saint as. Yeah, Saint First Bonaventure, overall yeah. pick in 1970 from St. Bonaventure. He uh, was he, our last first-round pick prior to Kate, Kate Cunningham. Cum last first overall yes, pick. First uh, overall his pick. number 16 was raised to the rafters, only the second piston to ever have his number retired behind Dave Bing. Um, and you, you saw him all over the place, never without a smile, though. Always had a smile, Braylon. Uh, he's what you call the true ambassador of the yep. sport. What he did for the sport, NBA kind of created that role for him, and he was so loving and so well-spoken, and he would go places, and he would make you want to be a part of the NBA. He would make you want to watch the NBA. And then also, even on a bigger scale than that, man, I talked to my dad about it because I met Bob, uh, excuse me, as I call him, Mr. Lanier. Mm. You know, it's not Bob Lanier. He's nope. Mr. Lanier always. Uh, I met Mr. Lanier through my dad. Through Dave Bing, Mayor Bing as well, and he's just a great guy, man. My dad talked about him coming up to Kettering High School and just playing, you know, like one-on-one -on -one games to high school and just playing on the courts with those guys and five-on-five -five when he was playing for the Pistons. And also, he came to speak at King High School when I was a freshman. And you just hang on every word because you, you hung on what he talked about, you know, to be successful. You could tell that he really cared about you know, let's call it let's call it a spade a spade. The inner city kid. He cared about the people that looked like him that were trying to get out. You know, and he's just just a damn good guy. You hate that he had to die this early at 73, but I will remember him as well as a lot of people will remember the memories that he's given us. Uh, Mr. Lanier was an amazing individual, and I'm glad that I had the chance and opportunity to meet him a couple different times. Hey, if you remember him, well, I loved him uh, as a, I was a big NBA guy growing up. I had his card. I still have it. The big tall boy card they called them. Basketball cards those. used to be bar larger than I remember than life, those. I had one with uh, yep. Artis Gilmore. Oh, the big A-train. Yep, the Artis Gilmore. The, uh, Bob Lanier was, was amazing. And this guy played with a bad knee his entire career. He hurt it at St. Bonaventure when he was playing in the NCAA uh, in the big dance back then. And they still drafted a number one overall. And he, he was a superstar. He goes to the Bucks, reinvents himself, and Sidney Moncrief and yeah. those guys uh, with the Bucks and those forest green uniforms. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. Played at the Mecca. Remember the Mecca floor? I do. I, I mean, do. he reinvents himself. Obviously, a Hall of Famer, and way too young to pass away. Obviously, he got sick late here in life. It was a short illness, they say, and uh, we're gonna miss him. But if you remember Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. In the uh, movie Airplane. Yeah. Remember? And he was the pilot. And he was yeah, like, hey, kid, you tried dragging Bob Lanier up and down the How about court. about that, right? Your whole damn life. And, uh, you tell your father that. Or, 
was, this Bob Lanier was, he was the man. That's classic. Man. And uh, we certainly offer his family and friends our condolences here at Woodward Sport. Uh, j just an incredible loss for the Detroit Pistons organization and the NBA as a whole. Uh, guys, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to get into some Detroit Lions talk. The NFL schedule will be released tomorrow. We believe we have some leaks regarding who the Lions open with, oh, who they leaky. close with, <laughs> who they it's play like the on Titanic. Thanksgiving. Uh, it is drip, 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 drip. And then actually it's kind of like a, just a straight up flush. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do that coming up next. But first, a message from Cintron. Oh, man. The summer of Cintron is here. And now Cintron is available at Select Kroger. So go to their website at CintronWorld.com and find out where those Select Cintrons are. Because I'm telling you, that revitalizer shot is amazing. Guess what? Right now, the energy drinks, the cranberry being my favorite. They're two for four dollars, really three fifty. So you got to be a part of the memories as they want you to do for them. Be a part of them too. Centron, drink it, live it, love it. At Wingsnob, staying humble's not our forte. We just have better wings. We're back at it again with our crispy golden brown fries and our famous boneless wings. Juicy, tender, hormone-free chicken. Your favorite signature sauces with no bone. Just when you thought Wing Snob couldn't get any better. Order online at wingsnob.com today. Wing Snob, we just have better wings. Thank you to all the fans for making Woodward Sports your number one online destination for Detroit sports. We promise not to drop the ball. Woodward Sports Network, welcome in on a Wednesday. You know what's funny is like, um, I'm just tuning in and out of some, what's funny, some, some radio shows. Nobody talks sports this time of year. Like like yeah. every radio show it's that like I listen to. like making up random stuff to talk about. I mean, what's your favorite kind of pasta? Penne or, uh, you know, Alfredo? What's the most you awkward know? incident I mean, you had at the airport? It, and I know it is difficult. Look, we focus on the NFL a lot. Can we do cereals one day? <laughs> I know. What's your favorite cereal? 248, you know, I mean. Lucky Charms? It is. Captain Crunch? I get it. I've been in that situation where you got to sit there and talk four hours. God, yeah. And, and you just start talking. That's all you have to do. Yeah. And you don't know this what's coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, but, but that's a good thing about it is because it endears you to the fans. It shows that you are human, you're regular, just like those guys. You know, you can talk about sports. You can talk about most cider, you know, being announced as, you know, one of the finalists for the, the Red Wings. And then you can flip the subject and talk about, like, what you eat this morning? Like, right. you know, was Speaking it good? of wings, what do you get at Wingsnob? <laughs> yes, there you go. That's, I mean, a, that's a hell of a trend. You can tell I've been in radio. <laughs> I'm starving, and I saw the Wingsnob commercial uh, coming into uh, our segment, uh, and it made me even more starving. Yeah, I did not. Well, I can live off the fat of the land, but I am hungry. Uh, well, well, very free good. chicken. How can you not? <laughs> well, we're hungry for a little NFL schedule, uh, guys. And there are slow leaks, kind of a, a, a actually not slow. It's a trickle yeah. of games that are being released. Now, there's a Twitter handle out there. It's NFL schedule yep. leaks. Okay. Now, I want, you to, everything. I want you to take this with a grain of salt, but... Yeah. We believe this is yeah. accurate. I think this guy has done his homework enough to get most of these games right. And maybe everyone is not right, but basically a couple of them, the Lions open up the season and close the season 
on the road in the NFC North. According to this NFL schedule leaks Twitter account, the Lions will open up the year week one at Chicago to take on the Bears, uh -huh. which I think if that's the case, it's a very good opening opponent for the Detroit yeah. Lions. I don't like that it's on the road, but I think the Bears are garbage this year, and I think that's it. That's one you got to go win. Another good thing is if you want to do a road trip to Chicago, maybe the Cubs or White Sox are home that weekend. You do the double dip. Can't beat that. How about that? That's not, that's not bad at all, but to Ryan, what you're saying, that's 100% correct, though. you got a team that you believe in. you got a team that could do some damage this year. They've added people in the draft, Aiden Hutchinson, Jamison Williams, added a couple guys in free agency. Not to mention, you're bringing back some people that were injured last year. Mm -hmm. So you start off with Chicago, a team that wasn't good last year that you should have beaten twice. It's a hell of a start to get you rolling during the season if you notice if he is correct, which I believe he's probably correct yeah. or he's close to being correct because we knew who they were playing. We just didn't know the dates. We didn't know the dates, and we didn't know exactly what the, the, the primetime game. So he's probably correct. You notice Green Bay is not the last game of the season like it usually is, which means they're going to have to play Green Bay twice for real. Yeah. On the road at the Minnesota Vikings, week 18 would be the closer for Detroit. Uh, by the way, if you are watching on Twitter and YouTube, we're going to close those feeds right now. Head on over to our YouTube page, Woodward Sports, just shy of 25,000 subscribers. So we encourage you to subscribe to Woodward Sports if you are so inclined. Get us to that 25,000 mark and beyond. Uh, and then, of course, hit that like button while you're here in the chat. Um, so on the road week one at Chicago, on the road week 18 at Minnesota, and then in the middle there, Lions at Patriots week four, all one o'clock game Sunday on Fox. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, you look at the Patriots, and Patriots aren't even a team that's guaranteed to win. Obviously, it's tough. Gillette is a tough place to play. I've played there numerous times, regular season, as well as the playoffs. So it's a tough place to play, but they aren't world beaters. Like the Jets are very, I mean, excuse me, not the Jets. The Patriots are very vulnerable as well. So you look at the Lions, man. I can't wait for this full schedule to come out so as to break it down. Because you can start pointing out, and you look at the 28th easiest schedule, or in terms of the hardest schedule, however you want to phrase it. Lions are right there in that thick of things. And you talk about the odds going up on Caesar Sports Booking Bet, or Sports Bet Book. Sportsbook bet. There you go. For Dan Campbell to be coach of the year, they went from 60 to one to now 25 to one. Those schedules are out somewhere, and people are looking at those mm -hmm. schedules. They're looking at the players that the Lions have acquired, looking at the, the players that the Lions have gotten rid of. We'll talk about that as well as they release some players to make some cap room. It's a reason why those odds have gone down mm -hmm. in Dan Campbell's favor. Week four against the Patriots. It's a good time to get there, right? The weather will be fine. Yeah, that's what you want. You want your early game in Chicago. You Kurt want your Gibson. early game in New England. It would be nice to, to get an early game in Green Bay. If you remember them last year, if you remember them last year, uh, we played the second Monday night game mm. against the Packers early yep. at Lambeau. You know what? You, you know what? When I think the Detroit Lions will, well, here's a question. What will it take for the Detroit Lions this season to make you change your mind on this franchise and this regime? You know what does that more than anything? winning a game that you don't think they'd win. And I'm not talking about a home game. Go to New England and win a game. How many Lions fans, out of every 100 Lions fans, think they're going to go to New England and win that game in week four? How many? 
Well, it ain't Tom I, Brady anymore. Well, nonetheless, I bet you, the, I bet you, forty out of a hundred would nah, say they could win. I would that say, game. I would say eleven. I would say yes, yeah, somewhere around ten to fifteen. Yeah, I'd say eleven for every hundred. That's because you're thinking back in the old days. It's not thinking about back in the old days, Matt. It's about thinking back that even with Tom Brady gone last year, once they got all the defensive players through COVID in 2020 and 2021, you saw what they did last year. They went on a what nine game winning streak. They had Mac Jones. They implemented him well. Now Josh. Now this is the one thing. Still a playoff team. And that's why I'm saying they're still a playoff team. But the one thing that I'm excited about with the Patriots, there's no more Josh McDaniel. Mm-hmm. And you saw the Patriots struggle a little bit when they didn't have Josh. <clears throat> they didn't have Josh McDaniel until they brought in Bob Quinn. So, or not Bob Quinn, but uh, it'll come to me. But Matt Patricia's there as a they don't have guy. they don't have Josh McDaniel. Josh McDaniel once he went back to the Patriots, he helped Tom a lot in terms of reestablishing what they were doing in 2003, two, four, five. So. Not having him there. And I know they beat the Patriots at home under Matt Patricia. I think it was Patricia's first year or second year right. or something like that. But home, I'm not talking about game. winning a home game. I, I think the Lions. That was his Super Bowl. Right. That, that's, a Lions Lions speci- Super Bowl. that's a Lions special when you win a game like that at home. Yeah. But you really want to feel like you're turning the corner. Go win a game on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs even though they don't play the Chiefs this year, I'm just using that as an example. Or go win a game on the road at Denver or at, uh, you know, insert team here that's a good – at Buffalo, something like that. Uh, They have an opportunity to do that this year at – New England. I say we run a run a sideline route and run Patricia right right his ass right over. (laughs) Don't don't think the Lions can't win that game. I agree with you. You know, you got to win a game on the road. Like, that's how you, you start to see the sign of a good team or you start to see the sign of a team that is no longer the same as you've seen in the past. Got to win a game on the road. Just think about last year when Detroit was winning against Green Bay in Green Bay on Monday Night Football. You saw the excitement. I watched the first half at O'Toole's because we were doing a pregame show. Just look at the energy that they had, and obviously they lose that game. Look at the Rams game. I mean, they went tooth and nail to the wire with the Rams, and obviously, you know, Aaron Donald gets pressure on Jared Goff, and then Jared Goff throws a pick to Jalen Ramsey. You're talking about two of the best defensive players in the game. One is, and the other one's close. So those are the games that you get a win there. Like, it changes the perception of what this team is. I was coming in today. I was listening to ESPN, and they were talking about uh, who's a team that you want to see this year in a primetime game. And Sam Atchell, ESPN analyst, former player, said, the Detroit Lions, I want to see who they play on Thanksgiving. And then Greeny says, oh, I'm tired of ruining Thanksgiving and then Marcus Spears who same draft class as me shot to my brother Speezy they're like ain't nobody trying to see the damn lines well obviously Sam Macho is obviously a lot of people are talking about obviously Dan Oblowski is a lot of people are talking about the Detroit Lions on the national scale this year now they have a hard knock so you'll get a chance to see them start from the bottom and kind of grow as you get through July to September I'm telling you Lions can make some waves this year if they were to go if they were to get eight wins and a couple of those be quality wins and stay in some tight ball games with some good teams, man, sky's the limit. Hey, did Greeny really say he's tired of seeing the Lions on well, Thanksgiving? Every, he's a Bears fan, though, too. Yeah, he's a Bears well, fan. He's a Jets fan. He's a, well, that's Greeny's true. Greeny's a Jets, yeah, Jets junkie. Jets, Jets junkie. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, he's, he's approaching it from the standpoint, if you get put on the spot right in the moment, the Lions are still the Lions. Like, if you don't have time to preface, like, a comment, like, before you do it, like, hey, let's talk about what the Detroit Lions could be this year. And it's like, oh, that's right. They are doing better. When you just get hit on the spot, yeah, I want to see the Detroit Lions. What? The Lions? So he's still stuck in that mentality. But guess what? It's up to the Detroit Lions to change that national mentality. It's up for them to change that narrative. The Detroit Lions can't win primetime games, don't deserve to be on primetime games. So it's Detroit, as always, versus who? 
every man. But I'll tell you what, that's our game on Thanksgiving. Yeah. When you think Thanksgiving, everybody. the Lions are the first team that'll come out of anybody's mouth. Locally Cowboys here, but I think second. the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys nationally, uh, the Washington Commanders at the Lions, that is on Thanksgiving. The full NFL Thanksgiving slate, according to NFL schedule leaks, Commanders at Lions, Bengals at Cowboys, and then the nightcap, Bills at Ravens. By the way, Greeny, why I said Chicago right off the bat is because he started his career, you know, North he went to Northwestern, yeah, Chicago right. guy. Bills, um, by the way, is worked third, in Chicago as a reporter. Third Thanksgiving Day game for the Bills in the last four years. Yeah, that, that's Mads. a good good matchup for them. Matt, tell us what you said about the, the, the potential switching of the Thanksgiving Day schedule. Well, they th I said that, but the more I looked at it, it's locked. It's, it's locked in. That Dallas-Cincy game okay. is locked. Event originally, they were saying maybe the Bengals were going to play. Switch with the Lions. Switch and with the Lions, switch, but okay. we'll see. But if you look at the schedule here, and I have the home and aways here, uh, the Bengals aren't even on the Lions' schedule. So it has to be the Cowboys. Gotcha. There you go. Uh, guys, uh, sticking with the NFL, uh, CBS put out the win percentages uh, of the strength of schedule for each team. Where are the Detroit Lions? Braylon alluded to it earlier in the show. We'll have that for you next. And what impact you think that has year to year on the Detroit Lions yeah. and every other team in the NFL? We'll do that all next to Ramani and Edwards. Well, first, a message from Guardian Alarm. That's right, Guardian Alarm. They're your local security experts, have been for over 90 years. They Keep you safe and give you peace of mind, whether you're at home or on the road. They're 24-7 local monitoring. Make sure what is important to you is safe. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT for peace of mind. That number again, 1-800-STAY-OUT. Stay Stay out Call them right now. Let them know Woodward Sports sent you. He's going deep, right side. Oh, that is Edwards out there. He goes up in the air at the goal line. Hey, it's Brandon Edwards here, wanting to welcome the sports marketing agency to Woolworth Sports Network, to the family. Glad to have you guys. For the last decade, the sports marketing agency has literally leveraged athletes around issues such as mental health and substance abuse. Glad that we can finally start trying to get the stigma off of mental health that's been there for all these years. New to the game or a season better? OddsTrader.com has everything you need to make the right bet ahead of kickoff. Begin your handicapping journey with OddsTrader. Improve your edge by finding the best price on every game from sportsbooks in your backyard. Take advantage of the numerous sign-up bonus offers to pad your bankroll. Dive into key game statistics, player performance, and even account for the projected game day weather. Best of all, you can use the OddsTrader bet tracker to keep a log of your action. Welcome to OddsTrader, and best of luck. Woodward Sports Network, Ryan Armani, Braylon Edwards, Tom Mazaway, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we certainly appreciate your time talking about the Detroit Lions and their strength of schedule. We'll put it up for you. CBS Sports put this out. Uh, I believe it was CBS Sports. It is. Yeah, okay. Uh, the 2022 strength of schedule. And if you look at the bottom of row two, you see the Detroit Lions in 2022 have the fifth easiest schedule on paper on paper <laughs> in the NFL. The four teams ahead of them are all four, the, essentially the NFC East. It is. It is the Cowboys, the Commanders, the Eagles, and the Giants. The entire NFC East division, 32, 31, 30, and 29. They are ahead of the Detroit Lions who have the 28th. Uh, strength of schedule. 
It's going to be interesting. You know, you talk about the East, and, uh, and Maz brought this to our attention last year during the season. You know, they haven't had a same division winner in the last, what, t 10 years or so? Yeah. Now this would be the 11th year. Uh, it's <laughs> It bodes well for them. And now you're starting to see why a guy like Jalen Hurts is odds-on favor for MVP. Now, does mm -hmm. that make it right? No. But you can look at the fact that they have a really good team. They drafted well, talking about the Eagles. You know, what they have on the team, Jalen Hurts. They're going to look good. But looking at the Lions, that's why we were talking about them. We knew their schedule in terms of who they were playing back in February. And we talked about them. We just didn't know exact dates on that. And we didn't know the, 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 the percentage on how bad the team, the schedule that they had. They got to do something. Like, this is one of those situations where now you got to do something. If you're Dan Campbell, if you're on the outside in, Ryan Armani, and you're looking at Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions, they got to do something. This is when you say, you know what? This is where you take that step forward. This is where you get ingratiate the fans. This is when you, you you change. You say that this is a different organization. You say that this is a different regime, and you're very different than Quintricia and the regimes that came before you. Well, now is the time to prove it because now you're legitimately tied for 28th in terms of scheduling. The easiest schedule, tied for 28th with that. You look at the teams that they play. You look at what you've added to your schedule. You look at all the excuses that we made last year. We said, oh, you know what? They're undermanned. They don't have anybody at wide receiver. Well, now they have DJ Chark. Now they have Jamison Williams when he comes back. Now you have Quintez Cephas back off injury. Now you have Amon St. Brown and what he did last year, 112 targets, 90 catches, and, and three or four touchdowns. And now you have that. Now you have Frank Ragnow back. We keep talking about how good this offensive line is. Now you have Frank Ragnow back. Now you have Taylor Decker and Panay Sewell's playing in the positions that you want them to play in. Now you have DeAndre Swift coming back. Now go on the defensive, defensive side of the ball. You draft Aiden Hutchinson as a world beater. You saw what he did last year in the Big Ten, especially in the big games, especially in the big moments against Penn State, against Michigan State, against Ohio State, eight and a half sacks. Like, that's what you want. And then if you want to include Iowa in there, he had a sack and he was a player of the game. So now you got players. You bring Charles Harris back, Tracy Walker. You add a couple, a couple DBs in there. Now you got to go out there and prove it. Now you have weapons. Now you have players. Now you have people. Now you have a year under your belt. Now you got the coaches staff together. Now you got one of the best defensive coordinators in football who's being post already. And you saw that last year, the Saints and other teams going after Aaron Glenn. Now is the time where you put it together. Because if you don't do it now, the question becomes W-H-E-N. Can, can the Lions beat the Miami Dolphins at home this year? Yes. Well, the Dolphins are very improved. Can they're going to be a good improved. team, but the, like they're going to be really good. Are the Lions going to beat? Be? Are the Lions going to beat Miami at home this year? I can't I, guarantee. I, you. I need. I need to know it. Can they or are they? Will they? Are they going to beat Miami this year at home? No. No. Okay. So then that's nine and I eight. I second that. Okay. So then that's nine and eight. Why? How I got get, nine and eight. Yeah. Miami, was, nine? Miami was my. Miami Your tweener. was my tweener game. How are you game. getting nine? You ready? Yeah. I'll tell I, you. I know how. I, I bet I can guess how. There's okay. no sweeps. Hey, hold on, hold on. Watch this, Ryan. There's hold one on. sweep. Ryan, I guarantee you I can guess. Okay. Give me a chance to guess. They're going to beat the Commanders according to Ryan. They're going to yes. sweep the Bears. Yes. That's three right there. Yes. They're going to uh, boom, boom, boom. They're going to split with the Packers. Yep. That's one. They're going to split with the Vikings. Yep. That's five. That's two. I mean, that's five. I'm counting my... They're gonna beat. They're gonna beat the Giants. That's yep. six. That's six. They're gonna beat the Jets. That's yep. seven. That's seven. They're gonna beat Jaguars. That's yep. eight. That's eight. They're gonna beat Seattle for nine. Yep. No, but I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I got them ten wins. So you got beating Seattle. Yep. That means you got beating the Eagles too. Forget that. No, I don't have them beating the Eagles. I got to beat Carolina. Ah, Miss Carolina. So I knew. I knew who you had. I got them winning ten games. 
and Miami would be the 11th win of the season. Okay. But they're going to lose to Miami. Right. I got them winning 10 games. I think that's a legit 10. And I don't <laughs> at me, do whatever you want. I don't care. I got them winning 10, sweeping the Bears, splitting with the rest of the division. Listen, split the Bears. I'm not splitting the Bears. Why would I split the Bears? The Bears are not good. If you want to take that next step, you got to win your division. And I don't think going four and two within your division is all that hard to do. Okay? Okay. So that's four and two. You ain't never put on them shoes, huh? So you think they got to go to you never put them cleats on? I never on. came out of the game at Gross Point You also never put them cleats on NFL. Well, going four okay. and Going four and two in the division is tough. Well, so you're going to go to Jersey <laughs> and sweep both Jersey teams. Does yes. And you're going to go to Carolina and beat the Panthers. Yes. At them. That's, that's, so that's seven wins right there. Four and two in the division. Jets, Giants, Carolina. There's three more, so that's those seven. those are all on the road. That's fine. Okay. So you think they're road warriors. Why not? You ready okay. for this, Ryan and Monty? Yep. Six wins. Oh, uh, well, that's ridiculous. Six wins is what you better put One, on the two, calendar. Three, four. Uh, six. I got him going four and six. four. Hey, I got listen, excuse me. Six. Six. Excuse me. I've got him going four and Seis. four on the road this year. Set. Is that too hard to do? Six. Yeah. Go four and four in the friggin' road in yes, the NFL. It, it is in the, the NFL, Lions. yes, it is hard. For but, a good team? Who says they're a good team? I think they're a good team. See, I'm only giving you pass because of what you did last year with your prediction in Michigan. So, but that, that rope is starting to run thin. You're starting to hang yourself. Like 11 <laughs> wins. NFL, man. I got 11 wins. wins. I'm saying 10 because I'm giving the Oh, loss. excuse me. You're saying 10 for yeah. the Detroit Lions yeah. who last year were 3-13-1. My apologies. I think they go from how, 3 to how 10. How was I wrong? I'm sorry. They go from 3 to 10. They go. They okay. I, Look, right. they, I got 6-3 and three at home, 4-4 four and four on the road. I don't think that is Hard to do. What did that? What did that ticket text? Or, this what, did the, what did what did the, uh, the the comment the comment guy say yesterday about you? He said you don't know anything about betting. Maybe if, if you bet on that, I'm gonna have I'm to agree with him. On it. If you bet with if you bet on that, I'm gonna have to agree with him. I'm T not betting on it. So Ten wins. It, so you think it's way over six and a half wins? What Vegas has them winning? Right. I don't care about Vegas. I'm telling you what I got. Oh, that's, okay. that's apparent. I'm telling you what I got. I got six and three at home. I beg you, do not gamble on I'm not. Mass, what did, Enough what, with that. What do you have? I got seven wins. You got see yeah. that's, that's, who, who they lose it. You got them splitting the Bears. Yes, I got them splitting in the whole division. You got them splitting the Jersey trip. I do. Yeah. I got them losing on the road a lot, man. I got them losing at Carolina. How many wins on the road? I have to go over the whole schedule. Look, they could have won seven last year. We all know that, but they didn't. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, but they didn't. They are going to be better than last year. For sure, they're going to be better. That's the only thing I could guarantee you on this team. Doesn't mean they can close and win games. Come on, six or seven, you got to go with what Vegas tells you. It's six and a half, they're going to be right there. Five, <laughs> six, or seven. Take your choice. Those are your three choices. I think the other, but here's, but here's, That's it. But here's the other thing about that, Ryan Armani. <laughs> You're also, you're also taking into account what Brad Holmes and what Dan Campbell did in the NFL draft. You're taking into account Aiden Hutchinson. You're taking into account Jamison Williams when he comes back, when he's ready. You're taking into account, to a certain extent, Josh Pascoe. You're taking into account what they did in the draft, what they did in the offseason, and now they're getting in, uh, uh, players back off injury. I get that. But what you're not taking into account 
The New York Giants arguably had the best draft that there was. That quarterback sucks. Okay, but now he has now he has he a line. He doesn't suck. He now, sucks. Now, now, he has, now he has somebody to protect for him. Now he has his running back back. Now he has all his wide receivers back. Now he has Kayvon Thibodeau to help on the defensive side. He has the Giants got better. The he Jets no good. Excuse me. The Jets got better. They the got play, the, excuse uh, same team. What are you talking about? The Jets. They picked after us, which means they didn't lose oh, yeah, many games that we did. Uh, they had a damn good draft. Yeah. Three first round stuff. What's better than the Lions? Yes, Jets. it was. The Lions got eight. Wrong. Lions got Aiden Hutchinson, Jamison Williams. The Jets in the first round. That's what the Lions got, right? In the first round, the Jets got Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, and they got uh, freaking uh, Sauce Gardner. Three in the first round. We got two studs. They got three. Not to mention Brees Hall at the very start of the second round. Don't count them out. They're building something, too, with one of Detroit natives or Dearborn natives, Robert Salai, coach. They're building something, too. So if you're going to give the Lions credit for their draft, when you're looking at that schedule, who's going to win and lose games, you got to give those other teams credit as well. Fish, do me a favor. Step out of the box and go stand in between Braylon and Ryan for a second. Go ahead. Hustle. Don't sleep on what Green Bay did either on the defensive side. Seven-win football team. There's Fish, okay? Right. That's Zach Wilson. You just handed Zach Wilson the ball last year and said, you don't really have anything to do here. You don't have a running back. You don't have any people to throw to. You don't got any wide receivers that want to play. The offensive line is really not that good. Go ahead and try to win some games. How are you going to tell that kid there in the middle of, of of the two of you? With the hot mom. To go out there and win games. Zach Wilson was drafted high because everyone thinks this kid has it, and he does have it. But you just don't throw him to the freaking wolves. He is going to take a huge step this year, especially with the guys there you go, they fish. have back. Thank you, Fish. You go back to the fishbowl. I'm just telling you, I don't think it's impossible or improbable right. for the Lions to win six home games this year. And I don't think it's impossible nor improbable to split their road games this year and go four and four. I just don't. And if you do that, you're you're a ten win football team, and perhaps in this division, you're the division champs. We can stick with this. Oh I'll tell God. you who really? did you just say that? You don't think 10 wins is winning the division this year? Green Bay's is gonna win the division. Green Bay's a seven win team. They're eleven wins, minimum. Minimum seven. Twelve probably. Don't forget don't forget about the Minnesota Vikings. Like, yeah. Please please don't forget I'm just about a the non believer in Kirk Cousins. They'll win nine I, or ten. Don't forget the about Vikings. the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Dalvin Cook missed some games last year. He'll be fully healthy this year. Kirk Cousins is back. Justin Jefferson. You see they drafted Jalen Naylor in the sixth round. He'll be there. He'll add to that. Not to mention Adam Thielen will be healthy this year for them. And then you go on the defensive side of the ball. They went all secondary, starting with Lewis Sign of Georgia. They went secondary. Telling you, don't sleep on the Vikings. I got the Vikings winning the division. And all this predicated upon health, by the way, because if Jared Goff goes down, it's over. They don't have anybody that can win even one game in a in in a spot duty fashion. Correct. One game, you could play Jacksonville at home, and your backup quarterback could not win that game. Correct. 
just just couldn't happen. Absolutely. So I reserve the you right to duty. change my opinion on that. But your choice is only five, six, or seven. Well, those I, are your numbers. Well, that's all I, you get to play I with. I love Ryan. how you said duty after the Lions saying it'd be over. <laughs> duty done. Uh, guys, there's an NFL reporter out there that says the Lions are the most improved team since the draft. Is it Ryan Armani? Nope, is it, it is Ryan not. Ryan uh, We'll have that for you and continue on with this. But first, a message from Sticker Genius. Oh, yeah, Sticker Genius, my favorite. The official sticker partner of Woodward Sports. If you look behind Braylon Edwards, the lovely stickers behind Braylon Edwards. That's Sticker Genius that made the lovely logos back right there. Right to your right, Fish, right next to you, buddy. It is. It's also right here as well. When it comes to stickers and signage, think Sticker Genius website at StickerGenius.com. They did this in 24 hours. 24 hours. That's one day the whole 24 studio. 24 hours? It's pretty impressive. Go to StickerGenius.com. This is the bottom line of Woodward Sports Network. Uh, I'm Kay Cunningham. I'm proud to partner with Hall Financial, the mortgage company known for five-star service. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their 5,000 five-star reviews for yourself. Go to callhallfirst.com and get started with your five-star experience today. You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt cracked full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. With 26 locations in the Metro Detroit area and more coming, Chili Peppers Tanning is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Join the Pepper Club for the best deals on unlimited tanning. Head to ChiliPeppersTanning.com. You just need a little Chili Peppers, man. Summer's almost here, but the spring definitely is here. And what better time to crack open some of that gypsy vodka? That's right. I'm talking about Michigan's own gluten-free vodka. And Adam and Mike got it right this time because they went to the community. They did countless taste tests. They wanted to see what the people had to say about gypsy vodka, and they did not stop until they got it perfectly right. And that's what they did. On the 50th try, they created the right formula. Go down to the liquor store today. Ask for gypsy vodka by name. And remember, if you're going to party, if you're going to drink, if you're going to enjoy Moscow Mule in the can, also... By Gypsy Vodka. Make sure to drink responsibly at all times. Guys, we're talking Detroit Lions. Of course, NFL schedule comes out tomorrow. We have seen some leaks, which we believe are leaks. It's out now. Uh, and the, the Twitter handle for it is NFL schedule leaks. Got it, but not just Lions. I mean, yeah. it's got. He's got everything. Yeah, it's got, uh, you know, Green Bay hosting Dallas in week 10, He's which got is Monday Mike, night games. He's Mike got Sunday McCarthy night games. going back to Green Bay. This is great, though. Like, you know, and I want to give you some credit. This is what you talk about the NFL getting it right all the time, mm-hmm. the NFL being the one, being the leader over the NBA. Now, NBA wins in some things, but NFL as a whole does more things the right way this is one of them you're leaking the schedule on purpose because every day now you got people chomping at the bit to see who my team plays oh, yeah. who does my rival play etc mm-hmm. you're waiting you're waiting nfl is doing this on purpose but it goes to what you say they do it the best because they are the best they even leaked the first monday night game we already told you about the double header yeah. week two but week one will be the raiders hosting the Denver Broncos. That's How about year, that? Now, that's two years two in a row for the Raiders. Why Raiders not la- open it up in Vegas? Raiders right. last year with Baltimore. Yep. Obviously, the thriller that what went to overtime. Bruce Buffer with the announcement. It's time! What a party. It was amazing. It was you, amazing. <laughs> side note, do you think Mike McCarthy makes it to Week 10 at Green Bay in Dallas? Before Bob Quinn takes over? I, I think so, because for what... Kellen Jer- Moore? For what... Jer- for what... Dan Quinn. No, Dan, Dan, Quinn. Quinn. Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn. Dan Quinn. I keep saying Bob yeah. Quinn. It's Dan Quinn. For what they want out of their head coach right now, they just want him to be a puppet. They want him to be there, be seen, 
not heard. Mm. And that's exactly what he's doing. They want to be seen heard. They want to make decisions. They want to go to Dan Quinn. They want to go to Kellen Moore. And they want to make decisions themselves. Talking about, obviously, Jerry Jones and his kids. So, no, he's not going to get fired because he's doing it the way in which they want him to do. So, like, why would you fire a stool pigeon? Guys, Tom Palacero, really good NFL Network reporter, really dialed in. Um, said earlier uh, this week on the NFL Network that the Detroit Lions improved the most from the NFL draft. And basically, the, the general premise about what he said, and we can't show it to you because of uh, YouTube restrictions on, on what we can play and what we can't, otherwise we get flagged and pulled down, um, is that the Lions got the best defensive player in the draft in Aiden Hutchinson and the best offensive player in the draft in Jamison Williams. And any team that gets the best offensive and defensive players within one draft, they've improved themselves the right. most. Yeah, I agree, but I just also go on the other side of it. Who's the number one DB in this draft, and, and who most people call it the number one player in the draft? Sauce. Okay, that's one. Or Derek Stingley. Oh, oh no, I didn't. Derek Stingley was never mentioned as the number one player in the draft. It was Sauce. Now, Sauce in terms of DB and all that, it was Sauce Gardner, correct? Yeah. Okay, so that's one. Now you got Sauce Gardner. Number two, who's considered the, mo the best wide receiver from January to now? Who the most did you hear was the number one wide receiver in the draft? And even the people that said Jamison Williams also said this person because Jamison Williams was coming off injury. Who per what person was that? Well, if I uh, Ryan, answer the question. If I'm being honest with you, I would have said Chris Olave. Ryan, I didn't ask you. I said who are most professional. And I know what I'm say? saying. I thought most people would have said Olave until the end of the year when Garrett Wilson took over. They were saying from Jameson January. Williams. Oh, from January. Oh yeah, yeah. From January to the draft. What number Garrett was Wilson. it? Garrett Wilson. Thank you. From January, but I'm talking about during the Who season. Who cares about the season? We care about trying to draft a player, which is January to now. Who are they saying? Garrett Wilson. That's two. Who? Well, why do they start saying that in January and not October or Be November? Because they're starting to pay attention in January. Yeah. During the season, you're paying attention to all these other teams. Right. Now, once you start breaking down film to try to come up with who I think is the best, now you're starting to look at the film and starting to break it down player by player, team by team. So that's Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. They both are at the top of their position. One is, is was rated the number one player in the draft by a lot of people, including Mel Kuyper as, 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 and Todd Michelle at some time. Now, three, which defensive end? had the best uh, output and had the best uh, stats in terms of uh, consistent, I'm trying to, I'm lost in the word. Jermaine Johnson had the highest output. Last chance cons you. Consistently through all the ED offensive ends. Trayvon Walker, what was it? Oh, well, we're not sure about his output because he only had six and a he half sacks. He plays on a great team. And then he had on a great team. Aiden Hutchinson, oh, well, he had three and a half sacks before that, and then he had 14, and we're not sure because he was playing on the other side with David Ojabo. There was all these questions. There were all – Kayvon Thibodeau, we're not sure about him. You know, the year before that he had eight sacks, this year seven, blah, blah, blah. Jermaine Johnson had nine sacks with Georgia, transfers to Florida State, and then has 14, and is ACC Defensive Player of the Year. So he had the highest output consistently his whole college career, and then you have the other two guys who are one and one in their respective fields. So tell me how Detroit had a better draft than that. Uh, well, well, I'll tell you right now, anytime you get three players to two, that's probably better. Thank you. Okay? But at the same time, I never even heard of Jermaine, and I watch college football like crazy. From Tuesday to Saturday, I never heard of Jermaine Johnson's name before uh, Dave Burkett pegged him to go to the Lions in his mock draft in the free press. You didn't hear uh, Sauce, uh, Sauce Gardner's I name? Knew Sauce, no, I knew Sauce Gardner because he went to Detroit. I knew him. All right, I'll give you that one. 
Yeah. I, 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 I back up. Yeah. I back up. I, back I, up. I, I knew Sauce because of the Detroit connection. I, I back up. Um, but, uh, and we'll find out. Look, right. what the Lions None and the Jets. None of this means anything. Right. Until None they of it means field. anything. Yeah. The Lions and the Jets did really, really well for them. So if Josh Paschal gets the production yeah. that Jermaine Johnson gets, well, then I think you can uh, easily put the Lions on top there. Um, but we'll see. That's what this is all about. Yeah. We will see. We don't know any of this stuff for fact. We're sitting here giving opinions. I think the Lions did better just because I don't think Sauce Gardner will be able to to hold his opponents to zero touchdowns in the league. But he doesn't have to hold them to zero touchdowns. He just got to get in their face. Like Re- Revis gave up. Like Darrell Revis gave up touchdowns who, from time to time. I know because I scored on him. Who's but. The- he did his thing, like he just like Jalen Ramsey. Who is the last defensive back? And I guess we probably maybe we could do this tomorrow. Uh, but is there anybody that jumps off the top of your head? And we can name wide receivers left and right. We can name r- wide receivers left and right here. But is there a defensive back that jumps off the page at you? That came in and just dominated. Yes, I just named him Darrell Revis. Yeah, but exactly. How? How long ago was that? 2007. Right. That's 15 years ago. I got another one. Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson's a good one. Patrick Peterson's a good one. 10 straight Pro Bowls. Richard Sherman. How about Diggs in Dallas? Nah, he's not in their category. No, he's terrible. He's really bad. He just picks off a lot of passes. I won't call him terrible, but I know where Ryan's going, and I I agree with Ryan on that. He's not in their category to what we're talking about. You're right. You're right. Good. I I asked you a question. You gave me an answer, and you're right. I agree. How about Honey Badger? He's a safety. But to your point, the fact that I'm I'm like struggling is Mm. what you're saying. You're absolutely right. I get that. So, I mean, to to, to just say that, you know, he's going to come in and dominate. And I hope he does because I love, I love yeah. Sauce Gardner. I three, really one, do. Three. And I think that Houston was really silly to take Derek Stingley yeah. over Sauce Gardner. We got Jalen Ramsey on the YouTube, too. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Jaylen, he's, he, he said yeah. uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is um, definitely another one. But, but, again, it's it's a very difficult position to play in the NFL because you touch a wide Denzel receiver. Ward. You he touch – but these guys, yep. you touch a, a wide receiver – and you're flagged for it. So playing defensive back is probably the hardest position to play in the NFL outside of quarterback. You're up there. Yep, yeah. it's and, up there. You know, because you can't touch the guy. Um, we good. we can continue tough. on with this, but guys, I want to get to uh, another NFL story. Former Jags kicker Josh Lambeau, he is suing the Jacksonville Jaguars over the kick of Urban Meyer. We talk, Urban Meyer has responded to that. Yeah. Uh, and a couple other people have responded to that as well. But the emotional distress that it has caused Josh Lambeau is why he is suing the Jacksonville Jaguars organization. Uh, so we'll get to that next. But first, a message from MyBookie. All right, MyBookie.com, MyBookie.ag, the place that all you sports better should head on out to because it is the easiest and best one out there. I got it on my home screen here. Anytime I want to put a bet in, I just touch it. Boop, it's open. And I'm on my way. Use the promo code Woodward. They'll double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Couple games on the NBA docket tonight. You got the Bucks and the Celtics, Warriors, and the Grizzlies. Are the Grizzlies done? It looks like it. John uh, Moran out for the that. playoffs. Yes. He is done. You can get on that. They got they go. baseball games right now going on. The Yankees lead the Jays. A couple other games live as well. Tigers and the A's tonight. Get on board at mybookie.ag. The promo code is Woodward. At anything, anytime, anywhere, 
with my bookie. If you have a gambling problem, please use the Michigan Problem Gambling Hotline, 1-800-270-7117. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. Detroit Sports by Detroiters and for Detroiters. This is Detroit Sports Network. This is Woodward Sports. Hey gang, I want to tell you about Wingstop, fresh, juicy, hormone-free chicken. Wingstop has the best traditional wings. Try out those signature sauces, Jamaican jerk or lemon pepper wings. Toss perfection in any sauce you pick. When the wings are this good, you're allowed to be a snob. Wingstop.com, Wingstop.com. That's where you can order online and find a location near you. Wingstop, we just have better wings. Just talking to little NFL guys. Um, I I love the NFL. The NFL is king. We're actually going to get into some college football. Some very interesting stories in the college ranks. And a big guest tonight on Woodward Sports Network. We'll get to that in the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, inside the locker room has an incredibly uh, big-time guest that we will promote. Uh, I think it's really good stuff. Uh, that guy's in the news today as well. Um... Former Jags kicker Josh Lambeau made such a, and actually this was what led to, or was the final nail in the coffin of Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Josh Lambeau said he, uh, Urban Meyer kicked him uh, during stretches, and that was the final nail in the coffin for Urban Meyer. He was fired, but Josh Lambeau suing the Jags claims Urban Meyer created a hostile work environment, and he suffered emotional distress over it i don't know if there is if it's possible to win a lawsuit like this especially in in sports uh i don't know for I mean, a coach I, I i i disagree because i look at it from this story like nowadays what is so prevalent in this uh, in this society in this community what do we talk about in fact we work with sma it's like mental health is real and so when you deal with a situation that could lead to some mental health or lead to some ptsd trauma care and which is a situation like this. Now, let's say the situation really was as serious as he's making it out to be. You know, as you as a jury or you as a court of law, you as a judge, magistrate, and you look at what Urban Meyer was last year, you just look at how he was as a coach. You look at what came out about him. You look at what he said about his coaches. You look at the threats that he made. You know, you guys would be working at the grocery store if you weren't here. All those things start to come out. I don't know how he doesn't win this case in this day and age where everybody is so leaning on the side of helping each other out or, like, trying to defend mental health or wanting, you know, defending others that necessarily can't defend themselves from the big bad wolf. Uh, obviously, that would be Urban Meyer in this situation. So I disagree with you, Ryan. I think that he would win this case. Talk to a former assistant with Urban Meyer at Ohio State couple months ago when this happened. I remember we talked about we, it. We all talked to him. Put him on the speakerphone. Did this happen? Does this sound like something? Or He was 1,000% adamant that what Josh Lambeau depicted happened, it didn't happen. Right. Uh, in the way in which Josh Lambeau said it happened. Um, it's just not anything that he's ever seen in years of working with Urban Meyer. Um, and... He said that Urban Meyer was one of the most prepared coaches in the history of the game. 
knew everything about everyone and this just didn't happen now take that for what it's worth somebody who coached with urban meyer uh, for many years at ohio state um but again my version your version and then somewhere in the middle perhaps you, you, you want to talk about it, Maz? You got anything to say about it? I do. I totally do. I mean, I, I believe your guy, uh -huh. and I believe Josh Lambeau went to his lawyer and said, hey, can I get my salary for next year, $3.5 because I think that's what he's suing for. And I think his lawyer said, hell yeah, in this day and age, I'll get you that, plus I'll get you damages. It's just the way it is. It's just where, how we are now. Now I'm going to go on and say that coaches do this a lot, and Braylon's going to come and tell me, you shouldn't put your hands on another man. So we're going to have our differences there. But right. he played, and I didn't. So, Braylon, I put it in your court. Yeah. You know, we, we've seen it. We've seen uh, who, who threw a punch. It was Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians. Hitting yeah. the guy in the helmet. Hitting yeah. the, one of his Tampa Bay Buccaneer defenders mm -hmm. or secondary uh, special team guys in his helmet. Hey, we don't wake up. What are you doing? What are you doing? And I said he didn't mean anything by it. And you said, well, he still shouldn't do that. What's your take on Lambeau? Does he have a case? Uh, the same thing I told Ryan. I think he definitely has a case. Yeah, I, I look from the standpoint of now. Let, let me let me phrase it into <laughs> what I think about the situation, and then do I think he has a case? What I think about the situation is, I, I think he's making uh, a mountain out of a molehill. I think he's making a ton about it because I've been on teams where like coaches have joked. It was like, damn, come on, Edwards catch the damn ball. Like you know what I'm saying? Like or something like that, mm -hmm. or some banter like. It's like, Jesus Christ, Dave Harrison, you plan on tackling anybody today? Like, and it's just playful, and it's banter, and it's playful, but it's also with a sense of seriousness because, you know, usually they say that after a loss. They say that after, you know, the, the Patriots beat you 49-3. They say that after you lose to the bank. You know, so they say it in, you know, joking, but sarcasm has a level of seriousness. So I think he's making a mountain out of a molehill. With that being said, I, same thing I told Ryan. I think he definitely has a case. In this day and age, mental health is a very real deal. A lot of people are using it to their credit, and they don't really suffer from it, which is another thing I'm pissed off about, and I can't wait to talk on the panel tomorrow with uh, NFL Hall of, Fa uh, Hall of Fame Health with Calvin and our own DMAC tomorrow. But it's a real deal, and it's hard to be in a space of a judge or a jury, and you're trying to decide – you know, it, are we not respecting his mental health? Are we not respecting what PTSD did in this situation to him moving forward in his life? So I just think it's so Just look at the Ben Simmons deal, you know, and that's on a, a much lo a, a smaller scale, but same. It's hard to say if Ben Simmons was, was he really suffering from mental health? Right. Does he deserve his salary? Should we give it to him or should we find him, et cetera? I just think it's very tough to judge this type of situation right now until we get a little further removed from the beginning stages of mental health and kind of understanding it. You might have a hard time finding another gig. Once you do the sue card, you start suing an NFL team. or It's, it's not a good look for you, for your future. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a new way of doing things. But once you put the sue card out there, you're kind of blackballed from there on. Now, he was saying Lambeau, and we could go over it a million times, he was in a stretch position. His one leg is out. His one leg is back. And Urban walks by him, and he says, hey, make, make some effing kicks today, uh, nitwit, or something like right. that. And then Lambeau gets up, and he says, don't effing talk to me. That don't effing kick me again like that. And he's like, I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm the effing ball coach. Right. It's basically, that's what the whole lawsuit is. And, and Urban Meyer is, is, has been disgraced 
from the NFL. Let's just put that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Fox is ready to hire him back for their college football. He was though. very good. He was great. Say, on that. say whatever you want about him. He might not be. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he might not be the most ethical guy in the world, or whatever the case may be. Or likable. I think if or likable. I think if you if you lifted the window up, if you pulled the curtain back on any one of uh, any one of those guys that are yeah. on TV that you see. They might not. I don't know. I'm just saying it shouldn't disqualify you from getting a job. He talks about football very eloquently. If Matt Millen can get a job being an analyst for football after eight years of futility, Urban Meyer can get a job talking about football after four months of futility. Yeah. You know? That's right. I mean... Uh, isn't that the truth? I mean, it, you know, it's what Urban, he was damn good at what he did. Now, yeah. He was fun. He's, he's, a, he's an exciting personality in terms of just looking at me as somebody that has won three national championships. He, he's been great everywhere he was with the exception of Jacksonville. So having him on that stage, having him on that panel, man, it's always good to see. You want to hear from him. You want to hear what he has to say. And he also was just great knowing co- he knows the coaches, he knows the backgrounds, he knows the players. He knows the landscape that is college football. Maybe he can help us out with this NIL deal because guess what? None of us know what the hell is going on. And I know one guy that's going to really improve this year, and I don't know, you don't agree with me, it's it's Trevor Lawrence. I believe Trevor Lawrence. Just don't Lawrence, like him. I believe Trevor Lawrence <laughs> will show you what he's worth Is it because he year. looks like his wife? Yeah, I, I just don't think his game is suited for the... I, I don't like him. I don't think I don't think he's got any weapons. I don't think... You know, in, in college at Clemson, Trevor Lawrence... Always had the players were always faster that he played with on his team. So they just get behind the defense, he throw it up. I don't think he's all that accurate. That's Mac Jones. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean the same with Mac Jones, but Mac Jones all accuracy in a pocket quarterback was something that he thrived in. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is better on his feet. And I just don't think he's all that accurate. Hey Bray, uh, on online here on, on our uh, YouTube chat, uh, Don Burr said, Ask Braylon about Coach James James Reynolds. At Martin Luther King High. Rest in peace, man. That was the guy that brought in Bob Lanier. I talked about him speaking at my high school. Coach Reynolds, rest in peace. I got. <laughs> he was a tough man, I hear. I, I, what? He a hard ass man. Like he, he, but he, he came up, you know, that old school Detroit PSL. You know, that's what it was about, man. He was a hell of a coach. He was a hell of a man. He, he just had narcolepsy. That was that was crazy. He was. I was in the middle of having a conversation with Coach Reynolds. Came up there. Uh, I think I had missed a class, you know, shocking. I had missed a class, uh, and he, you know, he's giving me some flack for it. In the midst of the conversation, oh, oh, Braylon, you just, you can't miss. <laughs> like I was saying, you can't miss class because, you know, I'm, I'll kick your ass if you miss another class. Like, but he was. Was that like, Romeo Cornell? Nah, his, like, Romeo was like, ah, man, I know, now Braylon. Like, you know, like, Reynolds is like, Oh, oh, double O so throw the ball, throw the goddamn ball to Braylon. Like, but he would fall asleep in the middle of conversation and like wake up and be still right there, with with us. like right there, like I, yeah. I could fall asleep at any point. And I, come right back. It's a gift. Uh, <laughs> guys, I want to dip our toe into some college football. Not next, CBS Sports uh, put up a top twenty-five post spring practice. Top twenty-five. Where's Michigan? Where's Michigan that State? We'll gift. get into it next. Ermani and Edwards, but first, the message from SMA. We just talked about the sports marketing agency. Is It helps to spread awareness about mental health, also substance abuse. Their podcast, The F Word. This is The F Word. Helps spread awareness about fentanyl and other addictions. Go to the sports MA. 
MMA.com, thesportsma.com. If you need any help, if you need any questions, if you need any questions about you or someone else, also, there will be a panel tomorrow downtown Detroit that I'm proud to be a part of with the Sports Marketing Agency and Sean Jordan that features Calvin Johnson, Andre Ryan, Michigan State great, as well as DMAC, one of ours, and Eric Hippel, former Detroit Lions. So check that out online. It should be amazing. Life is full of hard choices. We're here to make one of life's biggest decisions as simple as possible. My name is Christina Gennari, and for over 20 years, I've helped hundreds of families buy and sell homes. We cover all of Metro Detroit and more from large luxury homes to starter homes. We will work hard to make sure that you get the home of your dreams. So if you're in the market today or even thinking about buying or selling in the future, make the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, the obvious choice in real estate. Visit us at soldchristina.com today. Fellas, let's be honest. We like things to be easy. We like simple stuff, like sports seven days a week. We like things uncomplicated, like Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play. And before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. It's wicked awesome. Oh, don't mess with me, Braylon Edwards. Don't mess with me, Braylon Edwards. Hey, man, you're the man. <laughs> yes. Hey, our number two of the program, Armani and Edwards, bottom line, Woodward Sports Network. We got you covered here. Tom Mazaway, man in the chat. Yes. How's it going in that chat room there, Maz? We certainly appreciate all of your participation. Uh, if we can get to over 100 likes by the time this segment is over, we certainly would appreciate that. No clown emojis on this one so far. We've been doing pretty good. We have not been called clowns yet. Oh, just, not today? Nope. Just just a couple little little uh, this and that's, but uh, everything is good. Very good. Everyone seems to be enjoying themselves. Hey, before we get into college football, I do want to clean up one topic that we talked about before the show, and I want to want to highlight it here. So Kayvon Thibodeau um, has paid um, Graham Gano. Well, it was a $50,000 donation is what it was. Correct. Which uh, still means he paid Graham Gano. Right, he paid Graham Gano. Used to be a really good kicker for the Carolina Panthers. To a charity of it's his choice. He's a good kicker for the Giants. Yeah, to a charity of his choice for the number five jersey. Uh, Thibodeau wants to wear his college number, number five. So to get the number five away from veteran kicker Graham Gano, Giants first-round pick Kayvon Thibodeau donated 50 grand to Puppies Behind Bars, which provides service dogs for wounded war veterans and first responders in addition to explosive detection canines for law enforcement. Great charity there. So I asked Braylon Edwards if he had any similar stories uh, that he has seen <laughs> oh, yeah. throughout his NFL career. Oh, yeah. I got him ready for you. So, 2005, I get drafted. 2004, the NFL starts allowing wide receivers to wear team digit numbers. So, in that 2004 realm, that's when you saw all the 11s. That's when even your own. Uh, Roy uh, Williams. Roy Williams drafted, wore 11. Larry Fitzgerald wore 11. And every receiver in that draft wore 11. I came out in 05. I was like, I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to wear 11. Although, I wore one at Michigan, so it would have been one and one. So I chose 17 because nobody had 17. Nobody had really made 17 great in the NFL with the exception of Harold Carmichael back in the late 70s and early 80s. I never asked you about that. Is that why you wore 17? I wore 17 because nobody had it. That, like, guy, but that guy abused my Giants He did because he was 6'8". And he also worked in player development for the Eagles, so I used to talk to him all the time. Jaworski to him, they were deadly. But, so I got 17. I'm talking about literally one week after I got 17, maybe a couple days later, Plaxico Burrs who was, this would have been his first year with the Giants, guess what he did? 17. $75,000, because he didn't wear 17 at first. If you remember the, the Steelers, 
He didn't wear 17. I think he wore 80 or 81, one of those two. He paid $75,000 from Jeff Fiegels, who wow. was the punter at the time for the uh, the Giants. Not the first time the Michigan State has followed Michigan, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> so that's one. Then I get drafted, I get traded to the Jets. David Clowney had number 17. David Clowney is a wide receiver out of Virginia Tech, played a couple years in the NFL, friend of mine. I had to pay him 20 grand. 20 grand. Now, is that done in cash? 20, yeah, that's cash. That's you cash. just hand them over. 20 stacks. That's tax-free, so, right? Uh, I guess. So, 20 grand, <laughs> David Clowney. I get number 17 with the New York Jets. The following year with the New York Jets, the Jets pick up Brodney Poole, a safety from the Browns, who I played with when I was there. We are in the same draft cast, so I know him well. He wore 21. They signed him first. They give him 21. Guess who they signed second? They signed a running LT. back by the name of LT. So LT and Brody, you know, boom, boom, boom. LT was like, I'm going to the Hall of Fame. I'm going to need that for the free ball. So Brody ended up not paying him, uh, not getting any money out the deal. LT got it for free. Free? For free. It was LT. Dang. Got it for free. Brody, to this day, I love Brody, but yeah, that wouldn't have been me. LT, I would have charged him 150 And then lastly, <laughs> I will charge him 150 And lastly, with me and uh, San Fran, now you can put it up, Fletch. Notice... I'm wearing number 81 on the screen. Is that T.O.? That I, I know, right? Is that Terrell that's, Owens? That's my quarterback. This is, this is in the preseason. That's you? That is in the preseason of 20, 2011. Preseason. The guy, they had a receiver that had number 17, and he wasn't coming off the number. He didn't want any money for it. So, you know, I said, you know what? We'll just wait things out because I know you ain't going to make the team. And guess what? He didn't make it. I took number 17. The rest is history. But that is a real thing, man. Like, when you come in there, guys make you pay to get your number. I don't care how, you know, where they are on the depth chart. I don't care where you come in. Typically, with an LT situation like that, that wouldn't have mattered. You would have had to pay some money, but Brody is a good one. Did you get any crap for wearing 81? Uh, nah. Eh, not T. really. T.O. say anything to you? T.O. is on a few teams. He don't own that number. It's, I mean, but when you think of 81 with the 49ers, you think of T.O. I do. So I was, yeah, I was happy to hear him get it off. <laughs> Especially Alex Smith, where, the quarterback. Where was Harbaugh in, in that picture? You said what? Where was Harbaugh in that picture? So that's, that's the charge side. So he's on this sideline probably. Yelling I don't know at what you? He, he wasn't yelling at me. Okay. He was yelling at You, you know, it's so funny, Cat. Braylon. When you, yesterday we were talking about Harbaugh. And, uh, By just, the way, look at that uniform. That's a gorgeous that uniform. A look at that gorgeous, helmet. freaking yeah. uniform. Where did you live when you played for the 49ers? Uh, down in San Jose. Uh, it's, it's an area called Santana Row. It would kind of be like old uh, old, uh, old Woodward right here in Birmingham, but it was a straight shot, probably two blocks, and nothing but restaurants and high-end restaurants and then condos. Uh, wow. You were still at Candlestick then, right? Yeah, we were. We were How was old Candlestick Park? Uh, I didn't like playing it, to be honest. I mean, it, it has a nostalgic factors so that was cool you know I watched 49 with my team growing up as you guys know so that was cool but it was like an old stadium yeah. and I just never liked the part of how far back that one end zone yep. to the stands are like it's a real dark spot they don't get any sun over they there. added that they added those stands yeah. in way way back in the 70s it was a it, it's a beautiful come in though like as you, yeah, you know you, right you're there. coming on the bridge or you're coming in on the bridge and you go up the neighborhood kind of like full house you yeah. feel like you're in full house right. so that was very beautiful but like the stadium itself was like I could like when I got to Invesco the next year when I was with uh, uh, Seattle with Seattle, not excuse me CenturyLink. 
And I was in Central League in Seattle. That's much yeah. different. That thing was beautiful. You know, it's funny, Maz, that you mentioned Candlestick because yeah. growing up, I mean, you always got the 49ers on TV, right? Yeah. And that was the one place I always wanted to go see a football game yep. was Candlestick Park. Because if you as hell. If you remember, there was always that section that had no fans in it. Right. Like, that's exactly that's what I'm talking about. Those yeah. were obstructed views. Yeah, seats. exactly. They would park a car there in the back of that end zone. That's when true. I was watching the games. It's, it's great, like It's man. like going to a concert. Like when you see like an actual music concert yeah. in an arena, yep. they always have all the seats behind the stage are yeah. empty. Nobody can sit because you can't see. That's how it was in Candlestick Park. That's, That's the great. seat I buy, by the way, when I go you to a concert. <laughs> the the obstructed. I'll sit in the obstructed side side view of the of the, uh, of the stage. You can get low, and you get just a behind the stage. I a know it's not bad. No, I've sat there seat. before as well. I've sat. I a, sat there for Bruno Mars, man. And really? He, he was over on that side of the stage most of the damn night. That's great. Yeah. Just a, little, just a little tip for you guys out there. Gibby back there getting his hair did over here at Lady Jane's. How about that? Who's that? Gibby Kurt just walks behind you. I know. We Very don't want to bother him. Yeah, we don't want to bother him. You guys don't. I want to go out there and go say, hey. No. Don't leave him don't, alone. Don't tell me. I'll go, go out there. No. Leave him alone. Why can't I go say hi? You can go no, say, say hi. hi after his haircut. You can go say hi. What hair? Well, they got to get tightened up. He don't even have any hair. Somebody get lined up there on the neck and everything. He doesn't even he have to get lined hair. up on the neck. He, he we hair? love Gibby. Right, remember, we, uh, somebody save Gibby now. What's that from? The, the, the Tigers, oh, George yeah, Kell? Say, yeah. Tigers were in some fight at George Kell. <laughs> somebody save Gibby. Somebody save Gibby <laughs> now. Gibby. Someone on the uh, YouTube channel. That sounds like y'all watch the South Park right now. Let's get back on track. Uh, <laughs> guys, okay, I want to get into some college football talk next. Again, I mentioned uh, CBS Sports came out with their uh, top 25 poll post-spring practice. Let you know where Michigan and Michigan State are. Guys, and uh, we'll let you know who the guest is tonight on Inside the Locker Room. Really, really big-time college football guest for those guys. We'll let you know who that is next. But first, the message from the Foling Warehouse. That's right, and a couple of ways to play a great game. Foling, football, and bowling put together. Go out to Hamtramck, ask for Chris Hunt. He's going to tell you all the rules and, and a couple of ways to play this game. $12 unlimited open play. Go right at the beginning. Stay till they kick you out. Also, you can have your own private lane reservation. 10 or 12 of your closest friends. Pile on that lane. Have some fun. Cost you $120 for two hours. Get your own food. Bring it in. Have it delivered. They don't mind. How about the drinks? They've got it all. The 100 beers, the $2 mystery beer machine, multiple full bars as well. Get your full on. Do it quick. Get to foldingwarehouse.com. Cintron is the official energy drink of the Red Wings, proud partners of the Detroit Pistons and exclusively served at Little Caesars Arena. If you're looking for premium ingredients, long-lasting energy, balanced hydration, essential vitamins, and great taste, Cintron is your top choice. Strawberry Fest is back at Big Boy. We brought back some of the classic breakfast items like the strawberry French toast, hotcakes, and waffle. If you're not feeling breakfast, try our new strawberry bacon chicken wrap, crispy chicken wrap, nacho wrap or strawberry salad the perfect recipe for springtime and don't forget to grab dessert including our berry delicious strawberry pie for only $1.99 with the purchase of $7.99 or more at participating big boy locations 
All right, it is springtime. Spring is here. You see it overcast out there, but guess what? It's still warm outside. You see the muscles? Guess what? This is Planet and this is Fitness. $10 a month is all it takes for you to get down Only there. Only $10? Get in shape. $10 a month is all it takes for you to get. Look, I'm talking about look like a lean, mean, wrecking machine, like my man fish in the booth. That also, uh, you see really. the black shirt? Yeah, Why not get the black card? Black card, $22.99 allows you to Ooh. access to over 2,000 locations worldwide. Worldwide. Also, you can do Matt's favorite thing. You can Soft bring care. somebody new every time you go. Check it out right now. Also, the new Detroit Performance Center on in Midtown. They also have a Planet Fitness because there's over 2,000 worldwide. Get in shape. Planet Fitness. Your fitness is essential. Over 2,000? Over 2,000. Wow. Only $10. Very good. Only $10. Only $10. That's so good, Only guys. $10. I love it. Um, hey, gang. Uh, we are really excited to talk about college football here. At least I am. I, I, I am, too. I can talk about college football all day long. I'm ready. And so... It's hard to quantify how good Michigan will be this year, right? I mean, I we think they'll be good. It's really hard to know how they're going to follow up beating Ohio State and winning a Big Ten championship. Before, let's call it what it is, they got their asses kicked against Georgia in the college football playoff. Yeah. And there is at no point in that game after the first three so minutes. Everybody. First, th uh, other than Alabama. Uh, after the first three minutes of the game, you knew it was over. Period. Yeah. End of story. Um, so how do you come back from something like that? I think they got a chance. CBS Sports puts up a poll of the top 25. <laughs> That's great. Top 25 poll post spring ball. One Alabama, two Ohio State, three Georgia, the defending champs, four Oklahoma. Really interesting there that Oklahoma is that high after losing both their quarterbacks off last year and their head coach last year. Tells you what they think about the Big 12. Exactly. And Baylor, speaking of the Big 12, rounds out the top five. Baylor, a really interesting team this year. At number six, Michigan. Texas A&M getting a lot of love at seven. Uh, boy, I'm telling you, Jimbo Fisher's got those guys going over there, and you can thank the NIL for everything regarding that. Eight, Notre Dame. Nine, the Pac-12 champion, Utah Utes. At number 10, Arkansas. Arkansas is coming. Then you've got Clemson, uh, Miami, uh, Florida, Ole Miss, SC, and Tennessee. Michigan State at 16, and that's where I'll stop, guys. So you've got Michigan at six, Michigan State at 16. And Cincy, last year's undefeated team, at 25. Luke Fickle's a damn good coach. And if there's one thing about these programs now, you know, aside from NIL, because I do think that NIL affects teams like Cincinnati, um, you can go anywhere, play, win, and get drafted. I think that's become very apparent. You can go to Central Michigan and be the first overall pick in the draft. You can go to Cincinnati and be a top five pick, play in a college football playoff. I do think the, 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 the pool is expanding yeah. a little bit. Do you think I'll ask you, Braylon, first. Do you think that is a fair spot for Michigan at six? And granted, these are preseason yeah. polls. They haven't even started fall ball yet. Michigan at six, Michigan State at 16. Uh, I think I definitely think that it is a fair spot. You look at what they lost. They lost Aiden Hutchinson. They lost David Ajabo. They lost. Uh, they lost obviously one lineman. I believe they lost Stuber. You look at that and you say, all right, that's tough. 
it's going to be tough to respond. Obviously, they also lost uh, Daxon Hill at safety. They lost those things. All right, it's tough to replace. Now, what did they keep? Oh, excuse me. Uh, and Hassan Haskins, excuse me. Who did they keep? Oh, they kept Blake Corum. They kept Donovan Edwards. They kept J.J. McCarthy and K. McNamara. They kept the best offensive line in football last year, hence why they won the award. And then also they added to that offensive line the guy who was the Remington finalist last year from Virginia Cavaliers. So now you add him a center. So now you pretty much replace Stuber. You shore up that offensive line. Now look at the wide receiver room. Oh, by the way, you've added Coach Bellamy, Ron Bellamy, to that wide receiver room. You bring back Ronnie Bell. You bring back Ronnie Bell. You still have Anthony, uh, Andrew Anthony, the new number one in the University of Michigan. I just love what they still have. But here's the kicker, and this is why it makes sense that they're number six. They play Colorado State, Hawaii, Connecticut, Maryland, Indiana, Nebraska, Illinois, and Rutgers. They got about a three or a four game schedule. Jesus Christ. Like yeah. this schedule. Uh, admittedly, they got about a three or a four game schedule. And obviously, Michigan State's going to be a tough mm-hmm. one. Michigan State actually got better in the offseason. We'll talk about that next week. We'll kind of preview Michigan and Michigan State. Michigan State, you got a tough one in that one, but guess what? It's at home this year. Penn State, we don't know what Sean Clifford is going to do, the quarterback at Penn State. He's coming back this year. They lost a lot of weapons on offense and defense, but guess what? That game's at home again this year. So I just think they have an easy schedule. And they also kept a lot of weapons on offense. And they also have a lot of incoming, not incoming, but they also have a lot of guys on defense that are going to step up this year. Can I just say, Braylon, your four-game schedule for Michigan is at Iowa, home against Penn State, uh, home against Michigan State, and then at Ohio State. you got a four-game schedule. I won't even add Iowa unless it's a night game. Well, it's tough to play at Kinnick Stadium. True. If it. It is tough to play at Kennedy Stadium, but they haven't looked that good to me. They've, they've surprised some teams, but they've done what they always do, surprise the team and then lose. Okay, you know what? I'll leave them in there. But if it's a night game, I would add them. I wouldn't add them if it's a day game. Do they still repaint the locker room pink every they time? They do. I don't know. Hayden, <laughs> Hayden, no, they do. Hayden Fry. That, I know. They, 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 keep that, they keep that tradition going? It was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing to walk into that locker room for the first time and see that it was all pink. Yeah. Like, I thought when Lloyd Carr was talking and telling us that before the game, before we got there, before we were traveling, I thought it was a myth. Like, I thought, like, the night of the game, the yeah. night before, hey, now, now don't, get, don't get caught off guard by the pink locker room. Like, they, they did it for this reason. You walk into that locker room, it's all pink. Like, you feel like you're at a baby shower, and it, it's a girl. Like, it feel crazy. Does it take you down a notch? Does it, does it, keep, does it cool I, you I, down? I think it does. Like, I, I think it has a mental level to it. Like, you, it's all pink. Like, you can't stop staring at it. You know, you walk in, and then you come in at halftime, and it hits you again. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I think it definitely has a level, but, I mean, I think I'm one and one there. Hey guys, for what it's worth, Michigan State has a four-game schedule too. Yeah, Ohio and really all the same teams: Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And I, who does Michigan State play after they play Michigan? Rutgers. Just want, <laughs> just want to know. take Rutgers into points. <laughs> hey, Greg Schiano's got that team coming. Oh, yeah, they're coming. No, I'm, I'm telling that is not a gimme against Rutgers. It should be a win, but it ain't going to be an easy Schiano win. Schiano keeps chopping, too. He, that's his slogan. Absolutely. Uh, I, so Michigan State does go to Washington. Washington's no good. I mean, don't let the name plate fool you. But they go to Washington. Yeah. Like, that is, like that's a big deal. Those Big Ten teams or teams from the East Coast period just going out to the West Coast. We always struggle. Like, Michigan always struggle. Like, you know, we, we play UCLA. Or, we played Oregon, Oregon. Play Oregon my junior. We lost. 
to a team that wasn't better than us. We played. They played UCLA the year before I got there. They lost to UCLA. They weren't better than that 2000 Michigan team. It's just something about the the preparation and getting out there. You saw what Jim Harbaugh did when he was with the 49ers. He would go. They were playing over in the East Coast when they were playing teams in the NFL. And they were playing way over here. He would go out two, three days earlier. That way you get used to it. You get accustomed to it. Rex Ryan, when I was with Rex Ryan in uh, New York, we went out to San Diego. We didn't go on Saturday. We mm -hmm. left on Friday. That way you get out there. You get acclimated today. Then you have Saturday to get acclimated. Then you're ready Sunday. So if I was Michigan State and Mel Tucker, I'd definitely go out to Washington on, uh, on Thursday. Just looking at Michigan's schedule and looking at future schedules, so uh, obviously non-conference schedules in 22 2022, Colorado State, Yukon, Hawaii, okay, nothing. 2023, East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, okay, nothing. Yeah. But Ryan or my, I'm going to speak for myself here. I would much rather their 2022 and 2023 schedules where they play nobody yeah. than their 2024 and 2025 schedules where they are in 2024 at Texas and then in 2025 Ooh. at Oklahoma. I want no part of it. I'm is it? Is serious. it Michigan Un State or Michigan? Michigan. Until or unless college football expands that playoff, I want no part of it. I do think it's good for the game when Michigan goes out and plays Texas or right. Michigan goes out and plays Oklahoma. I understand that. Mm -hmm. I get it. But to me, it's all about championships, and it's all about trying to win a national championship. And you may say that Michigan or Michigan State has absolutely zero chance to win because this is an SEC-dominated uh, award. I'm just saying you in general, not you, uh, Braylon Edwards. You okay, in general. words in my mouth. Not you. You in general. Gotcha. You may not think that Michigan's got a shot to win a national championship, but that has to be the goal. And you as a university have a better chance of achieving that goal if you don't go to Texas and you don't go to Oklahoma. It is the number one reason why I want them to expand the playoffs so you can take games on like going to Texas in 24 or going to Oklahoma in 2025. Well said. Well said. First of all, the hell with Texas. Texas is bums. Not, Not ten anymore. years though, with NIL. Listen, listen, first you one, wait two years. Did I let you two talk? I did. I did Texas talk. are bums. What happened this year in the NFL draft? Oh, did they have anybody drafted? No, they didn't. In 2024, the, the, the NCAA will have this figured out. I guarantee you, you'll have your playoff extension. I am one. I'm not for the playoff extension, and I've told you that. You almost had an extension for the playoffs this year. You'll definitely have an extension by 2024. With that being said, if Michigan and Jim Harbaugh in two years, can't muster up to go down to Texas or go to Austin, Texas, or wherever the hell the Longhorns want to play at and beat that team who hasn't been anything in the last 10 years, then they don't deserve to even be considered for the playoff picture. Oklahoma, too. I want all the smoke. And you're talking about two years from now, 2024, the playoffs will be expanded. I want all the smoke. Michigan wants all the smoke. And I'll do you one better. I bet East Lansing and Mel Tucker want the smoke, too. Maz, weigh in on this next. But first, a message from Les. 
Stanford. As you know, uh, left Stanford Chevrolet, man, they got your cars for you. Yes, they do. No secret. New cars are hard to come by, but they are available at left Stanford. You've got to make a plan, though. Allocation coming in for lease or purchase of new vehicles. Left Stanford also has over 350 pre-owned cars on their lot right now. All makes, all models, all year. Some with less than 500 miles on them. For more, visit lessstanford.com. Lessstanford.com. Find new roads. Armani and Edwards. Be right back. Six dark corners, a driveway and a patio, five windows that could become doors. Every house has unique security challenges. Guardian Alarm has more tech, more team, and more ways to help keep them all safe. Get a professionally designed and installed security and smart home system from Guardian Alarm. Sign up today and get a free video device. Guardian Alarm, smart right from the start. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT. Three NBA championships. Detroit fans were there. 11 Stanley Cups. Detroit fans were there. Four World Series wins. Detroit fans were there. And uh, that one Lions playoff win in 1991. Yeah, Detroit fans were there. Woodward Sports, where the fans are. Alrighty, Altar, friends at Alta know that when it comes to getting your job complete on budget and schedule on time, uptime matters. That's why Alta Equipment has partnered with the biggest names in construction. Alta Equipment Services, all makes and models, and the technicians are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week with the most diverse rental fleet in Michigan. There is nothing your project can throw at you that Alta can't handle. Give them a call at 844-GO-TO-ALTA today. Alta equipment where uptime matters. 844-GO-TO-ALTA today. Armani and Edwards, Woodward Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that like button for us. Uh, we'd certainly appreciate that. Subscribe to Woodward Sports on YouTube. Big guest tonight on Woodward Sports. There is. So inside the locker room tonight. At 8 o'clock on Woodward Sports Network, Jason Strayhorn and Brian Masalam will have Nick Saban on live with them tonight. Nick Saban, the greatest football coach ever to coach college football. Nick Saban will join those guys tonight at 8 o'clock right here on Woodward Sports Network. And Nick Saban in the news, by the way, today. Nick Saban denies Alabama broke any rules in getting wide receiver uh, from Louisville, Tyler Harrell, to Alabama. Tyler Harrell uh, transferred, entered the transfer portal, um, went to Louisville, and now he is on his way to Alabama. 18 catches, 532 yards, six touchdowns. That's a lot of yards. Say that again. 18 catches. 532 yards and six touchdowns. It's not bad. Catches, uh, uh, what is that? So, like, 40% of his catches are touchdowns? Third, yeah. Every third catch is a touchdown. And he catches long touchdowns. He is the yes. new version of Jamison Williams yeah. in the Alabama offense. Yeah, and guess what? Jamison Williams didn't go to Alabama right away. He went to Ohio State. Yeah. So Basically, Nick is saying, hey. Nick we, is showing you that he's like, that's, and that's the one thing about, like, Nick Saban, which makes him the GOAT. Like, it's not even, it's not even necessarily that he has more rings than Bear Bryant. Bear's at six, Nick Saban's at seven. It's not that that's why he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT because it doesn't matter the era. It doesn't matter the conference. It doesn't matter the time. 
He can adapt. He can change. He can get with the winning. He can get with the program. Hey, you guys don't like the BCS? Cool. You want to go to the playoffs? We're good with that. Hey, you guys want to do transfer portal? Okay, we're good with that. We'll figure that out. Doesn't matter. He figures it out every time. Some people can and some people can't. And that's why he's the greatest coach ever. He says that uh, we didn't, uh, we didn't uh, break the rules with anybody. We don't do that with our kids. They, they come to us. So he basically said that today at a golf outing. You know, guys like Nick Saban are more like CEOs these days, right? Or at least that's the goal yeah. that you'd eventually like to be. Because I know Jim Harbaugh does not want to be dealing with any NIL stuff. I know Mel Tucker does not want to get involved in anybody's financial dealings. Yeah. Uh, as when, you know, be the conduit between companies, alumni, and getting players' money. I know Mel Tucker doesn't want to be the guy who's getting a call at, you know, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning from a player saying, Coach, you know, I can't sleep. You know, I was promised all this money. I didn't get it, and now I'm going to leave. You know, he don't want to be dealing with that. That's why it's more important than ever. If you want to keep your coach, if you want to keep your coach happy, uh, you got to set this up institutionally from within your own university. Not sure about Mel Tucker, but Jim Harbaugh is a guy that likes to be in control of everything. Jim Harbaugh is a guy that, you know, sideline passes used to go through Bruce Maggi. Sideline passes used to go through Dave Abloff. You can get sideline passes by going to Ward Manuel or yep. other You could go around now. Jim Harbaugh, he comes in second year, says, you know what? I don't want anybody to get sideline passes unless I say so. Wow. I want all sideline. And this is 2016. This is not new. So, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the fact that he wants to go through that. I think Jim Harbaugh likes being in control of factors that are around the football program more than you think. Mel, not so sure about that. But Jim, I know he likes to be in control of pretty much everything that he can be so he's back now he know he's no longer going to the nfl so don't be surprised if that nil deal <clears throat> the nil deal stuff starts to pick up and michigan starts to get on the ball because he wants to be in control he also knows that's the way to compete now is to know the nil deal know the schedule and know how to get around it maz i didn't give you an opportunity to weigh in on on that college football topic do you have any any thoughts on that about playing the tough tough games i, I couldn't agree with you more and i and i never used to be that way because yeah. i want to see good games same. I don't, I don't I want to do see, I don't I mean, want to I see Western come into Michigan uh, Stadium. I don't want to see it. I do not want to see Michigan State against Eastern or Michigan State against Central. I don't either. I, I want to see the, For the big record. games. Nah. But you know what? If you want to win a championship and the, the playoff is four teams, you got to get in that four-team playoff. And you got to play the Patsies to get there and beat your rivals. That's the way to do it. So be it. And, and I, 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 go ahead, Bray. No, no. Uh, I, the one thing I would say, where I keep saying that four teams is enough. I understand four teams. And I know this year was a, a tad bit different with the playoff schedule because there were teams, you know, in that five to eight, nine range where you're like, you know what, this team actually is a good team too. This team actually could do something in the playoffs. But now as I look at it, in one perspective that I can kind of agree with you guys on is there are five power five. There were five. There are five power five. Uh, there are. How do you word this? Liberty five Power Bishop. Five conferences. Say it, say it again. Five Power Five conferences. There you go. What he said. There are five of those, but there's only four spots to the playoffs. And when I look at it that way, that's kind of like, yep. that's kind of unfair. That's kind of unfair. You got five, not to mention the non-Power Five, which is Cincinnati and the other guys. The, so, the, the at-large So that's at least 50 teams. Yeah. And it's about 60 teams when you combine all those conferences. Yeah, so looking at it from that perspective, I would say this should be at least six. Mm-hmm. 
There should be at least six. Well, and hence, there will hence be. those yeah. that New Year's Six Bowl, right? Yeah. Right, the New Year's Six Bowl that everybody. It's likes like the again. consolation but, game. But Pe- I will say, that in terms of schedule, I hate Notre Dame. Like I hate Notre Dame. Yeah. But I respect the hell out of Notre Dame. I mean, if you look at their schedule this year, Ohio State, California, which is a pet Power yeah. Five team, they got BYU, which is tough every year. Uh, UNLV, nope. Clemson. Boston College has perhaps the Clemson best quarterback. Be lot, Clemson would be a lot better this year. Exactly. But Boston so College has per, perhaps yeah. the best quarterback in all of college football this I, year, by the way. So don't sleep on BC. Then they got Marshall. And then you've got UNC, Stanford, Syracuse, Navy, USC. There is no off week. Notre Dame does not have an off week. Marshall. That's the only one. And last year, they played Florida State. and all. You can't. It's not Notre Dame's fault that Florida State sucks. All you can do is schedule the game. And you're right, Bray. That was a hell of a game, too. Exactly, but you're right. Maybe when Michigan goes to Texas, it looks a whole hell of a lot more sexy on paper than it will be in the game because Texas has a betting thing. First time in the history of the NFL draft that Texas hasn't had a player drafted to the NFL. Now, I believe that will change with NIL. I think, you know, uh, two years from now, Texas is going to be all the rage because they're going to be competing in state with Texas A&M and that burnt orange they don't like that being uh, overtaken in their own state by some A&M school uh, as the number one school in Texas or even Baylor to be honest with you. Our, our old friend of the show Brady Quinn uh, former and alumni of Notre Dame good friend of mine he said it best he said listen man when you put Notre Dame on that schedule when those teams look at that schedule they get excited they circle that Notre Dame game because that enhances the brand that makes the brand look better oh shoot you guys are playing Notre Dame especially if it's a home game for a set team playing them so I think Notre Dame has done it the right way and I understand I know Maz and I disagree on this shocking we disagree on something but that's why they're never going into a conference. That's why they'll never go into a conference because it works the way it is for them. They'll never go into a conference. It works for them. It sucks, though. Uh, guys, I want to talk a little it NBA. Does, but it would take some of their luster away if they were, like, in a conference. Like, that one year that they played in the ACC, like, I didn't like that. I was, yeah. And they won, by the way. They, they won that. But I, I don't like – you know what I like least? I like when, when they play basketball in one league. And uh, football in another league. Yeah. Remember when they went to Big East, but they yeah. weren't playing football right. in the Big East? Well, they're, they're, that's a load well, of Well, that's in COVID year. They were played in the ACC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're in the ACC in basketball, by the way. Yeah. I, um, but not football. Don't get it. Um, guys, I want to turn our attention to the NBA playoffs. Uh, a couple of games tonight. Uh, the trend that is happening right now. And what happened to Philadelphia? I mean, Philadelphia, just how don't you show up in a playoff game? We'll come to you next for that. I told you. Uh, you, you knew it was coming, man. You oh, knew yeah. it was coming. But first, a message from Lady Jane's. As you know, we broadcast live from Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men World Headquarters in Birmingham, Michigan. Definitely awesome to get off the air, get my hair looking nice and clean uh, by one of their talented stylists. Lady Jane's open seven days a week, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Walk in anytime, relax, watch your favorite team play. Before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Ooh-wee! Get to a Lady Jane's over 100 locations nationwide, many of them locally here in the Metro Detroit area. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's, it's wicked awesome. It took exploring 50 different formulas and hosting countless taste tests, but we believe Gypsy Vodka is the smoothest vodka on the market. Don't believe us? Ask the owners. We're Mike and Adam Kazanowski with High Five Spirits Distillery. We're in close to about 1,200 locations throughout Michigan. We wanted to create a brand that was geared more towards 
freedom, love, adventure. And at the end of the day, we really wanted to tell a story that inspired other people to take risk, follow their dreams, whatever that might be. The official sticker partner of Woodward Sports. When it comes to stickers and signage, think Sticker Genius. We support this local Detroit business and we are excited to show you our latest project, the Planet Fitness Studio from Sticker Genius. If you need custom stickers, wall graphics, window graphics, and plenty more, reach out to our friends at Sticker Genius. We at Woodward Sports couldn't be any happier with the service they provided us. They were quick, easy to deal with, and super professional. Head to StickerGenius.com today. Well, that's just math not knowing how to bet. Anyways, you can know how to bet <laughs> on Trader. OddsTrader.com, the number one site for all your game day bets. Begin your handicap journey at OddsTrader.com. For play-by-play -play updates, live scores, bet tracking, download OddsTrader from the App Store today for the best prices on every game and sign-up offers for multiple sports books. Visit OddsTrader.com. Player statistic, key game stats are all available at OddsTrader.com. Use Bet Tracker to keep records of all of your game, uh, yeah, games and betting activity at OddsTrader.com. I was just, I was just busting fish's chops because uh, back in the day, right, even before you were here, mm. uh, we'd all gather on this big screen. We put up the big. This is like when betting first started. Yeah, when, when we first had betting here in Michigan, and I think the World Cup was on, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I'm going to be all over England. You know, I'm like, I'm betting England to win. What do you mean? So I bet England to win this one match. They win. Yep. So I go to look at my at my, my, my bookie account, and it, it says I lost. Yep. I'm like, what the hell, Fish? What is this? He says, oh, they had to win in regulation. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll never, ever bet soccer oh ever God. again. Go to hell, soccer. That is that's, phenomenal, dude. That's amazing. Phenomenal. Win? They won? No, Maz, you lost. That's they won awesome. a penalty kicks. Oh, my that's God. Amazing. Stop it. I give up. Is that really a thing that's in the soccer? Truth. That's it the is. truth. God. Yeah, they give you the draw, the win, the loss. Oh, man. I, I, if I bet the draw, I would have won. Yeah, you would have won. Even though England won the game, they Sick. still counted as a draw. Sick. Yeah. Um, I'll, pa I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll hard pass, pass on the soccer <laughs> there. Uh, guys, two games last night and two blowouts. 30-plus point wins for the Suns and the Heat. The Suns win by 30, and the uh, Heat win by 35. Maz, I got to give you all the credit <laughs> in the world. You called these blowouts I, last night. I really, so did you, Bray. But I really, he put his money where really, his mouth is. I felt it last night. I did. <laughs> I felt it last night, Bray. No uh, doubt about it. Yeah, you know, you look at the 76ers and the Heat, and we talked about it yesterday. Ryan was asking me what I thought about the game, and I told you, I said, the reason why the 76ers were going to lose is they don't have a bench. Mm -hmm. They don't have a bench. And even beyond them not having a bench, you look at Joel Embiid, he's back in the game, he has the face mask on, but he's still nervous, he's timid. He has the orbital eye socket, you know, uh, fracture. He has mm -hmm. that going on. He has the ligament torn in his finger. He had the concussion uh, a couple weeks ago. He had the ligament torn in his knee during the season. Like, he's a beat-up guy right now. And so you knew that all they had to do, that physical team that Miami is, you talk about Spo, you talk about what he was able to do. They put defense on them, man, and they crumbled. Like, to, but to watch it, we, I knew that the 76ers were going to lose because I knew Tobias Harris wasn't going to do anything. I knew that Tyrese Maxey is at odds with James Harden. You saw what happened in the beginning of the series. He wouldn't even sit next to James Harden. Like, how can you have your star player or one of your star players 
not have the respect of the young pupil that's supposed to follow in his footsteps. James Harden has lost his step. It's becoming more and more evident as the games go by. He's not the same, especially since they changed the rules. Uh, and the NBA made it a little bit harder for him to get his call, get to the foul line, get into any type of rhythm. They were pathetic. They were absolutely pathetic last night. The, the Miami Heat outplayed them. They outmanned them. They outtucked them. They did everything that they could to embarrass the 76ers and Doc Rivers. And Doc Rivers is going to be fired after this series. Let's call it a spade a spade. Doc Rivers, he's coaching his last series for the 76ers. And maybe Mike D'Antoni is going to be next for them. You know, that they're boys. How about Jay Wright? But Ooh. down the street wow. in Philly. That's another good one. That's but a, just looking really at that. But you know what they're missing? What they're missing, ultimately, is so funny when you watch it. They're missing a guy by the name of Jimmy Butler. They're soft. They're not tough. Do you remember when he was playing for the 76ers? Mm. Him and Joel Embiid are homeboys. They don't have that tough guy. It's a bunch of soft guys on the 76ers team. But look at what Jimmy G, I mean, look at what Jimmy Butler has done for the Miami Heat. Yeah. He's given them that anger, like that chip that they play with. They play aggressive. He's one of the most underrated playoff players of all time. He averages somewhere between 26, 6, 1.7, 2.9. Has a ton of stats. One of the best all time. You saw what happened in Minnesota. They had that soft team. He called them out. He beat them in a 5-on-5. In a left Minnesota, goes to the Sixers. The Sixers get to the Eastern Conference Finals. With Jimmy Butler, they lose on a hell of a shot by Kawhi uh, Leonard. A lot of luck. Bounce, 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 bounce. Ball goes in, and then he goes to the Heat. Where were the Heat two years ago? The Heat were in the NBA Finals. Yep. The Heat were the NBA Finals last year. Do you remember that Jimmy went off in that game? Jimmy Butler's career 40-point games with the Miami Heat has him second all-time, and that ain't to LeBron, it's to Dwayne Wade. Come on, man. You knew this was going to happen. Two NBA games tonight, guys. You've got the really, really good series between the Bucks and the Celtics. Man, the that's tough. Uh, uh, That series tied at two. And then the Warriors and Grizzlies. The Warriors could finish off the Grizz uh, tonight in Memphis. Joe, John Moran out for the remaining part of the playoffs. Bone bruise in his knee. Uh, they played their hearts out the other night and could not finish it. Their home, last stand. They might give the Warriors one last run here and take it to the end, but... I can't see him winning. They'll give him a last-ditch effort, but, you know, how can you beat a team that has a guy – or, has, excuse me, how can you beat a team that has guys, plural, that can play around with you? And it's like Mike Hart said. I don't want to say it out loud. It's kind of like Mike Hart said. You can play around with these guys and then get serious when you want to. They played around to a certain extent with the Grizzlies last game. And then what happened in the fourth quarter? Steph Curry had 18 points in the, third, in the fourth quarter. Andrew Wiggins can score at will when he wants to. Klay mm. Thompson is starting to turn into a little bit of the Klay Thompson that we knew before the multiple injuries over the past two and a half years. They're starting to get better. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is still there. He's still learning. He's still learning. Like his, him and his, the chemistry between him and stuff. Did you see that ring around the posy ball screen that they did? It was almost, it was the most beautiful thing I ever seen. I want to say Steph Curry set a screen, wrapped his arm around Jordan Poole, and swung <laughs> him the to the three-point line, and then Jordan Poole knocks down the three-point. That series is over. It's all about the Suns and the Warriors in the West because the Suns are dominating Dallas. That series is over as well. Monty yeah. Williams with a hell of a um, adjustment in the center. He benches Aiden, plays uh, Biombo, and then Aiden comes back. Next game starts, and you saw what Aiden did last night because they're deep. Their bench is deep. You can make moves like that. Monty Williams, he got it under his skin. Guess what? Aiden comes back and scores 30. I guess he understood what Monty Williams was trying to tell him. Bucks and Celtics is a, is a death match. Yeah. I mean, this really, to me, should be the Eastern final. I know you've talked about the Heat. Yeah. But to me, these are the two best teams 
in the East. And I, I, someone's got to lose. So it's a best of three now. The Bucks have the home, home advantage. They got two out of the next three. Uh, Celtics, I picked them to go to the final. I don't know if they can win tonight, though. What's tonight? Because like? of, let me ask you guys this: because of how physical this Bucks and uh, Bucks and Celtics. Um, Celtics series is, do you feel like that gives the Heat an advantage? I'm sorry, Celtics are home. My bad. Either Celtics way, Celtics are home two out of the next three games. I think it could, especially on in the first couple games. It's just so physical in the first couple games. But at the same time, I think also it woke the Bucks up. Like, if they have Chris Middleton, they're not going to lose to the Celtics. I tell you that. But even without him, the problem that the Bucs have had, if you watch when the Bucs have struggled, it's when you got Giannis acting like a point guard. It's when Giannis is controlling the offense and dribbling the ball up the court. It's when Giannis is controlling their half-court sets. Giannis isn't the point guard, and he shouldn't be controlling the half-court sets. What that tells me is he's not trusting in Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday has been a no-show, so he's not trusting Drew Holiday. He doesn't have Chris Middleton, so he's trying to do it all on his own, and that's what you see, and that's when you get the turnovers. That's when you get the fouls, the offensive fouls. That's when you see the frustration. That's when you see what happens in the meltdowns in the fourth quarter. Giannis has to realize, hey, stop trying to run point. Let Drew run point. Don't be afraid to tell your point guard, yo, man, step it up. This is it. Like, what are you doing? Don't be afraid to tell your guy that. Because last year, y'all won a championship, and you guys are the returning champs, the reigning champs. Get under his butt. Get under his skin so that he can go out there and have a good game and so you can go back to your position, which is slasher and uh, small forward. Hey, Woodward Betts Power coming forward. up at 430. Scotty G and the boys uh, and Kelly and the girls, <laughs> they'll be there as well. Beer man, beastie. They'll have all the inside dope for you. It is four and, uh, five and a half points. The Celtics are favored over the champs by five and a half. So that, I look at that as a, as a dummy, and I'm like, man, I got to take the Bucks. That means the Celtics. That, 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 that means, that means the, Celtics, the Celtics. The Celtics will cover that game. Right. Now you go to the other game, Golden State. Wow. They're only a four-point favorite Seriously. over the Grizzlies. Yeah. The Grizzlies don't have John Morant. Seriously. Grizzlies cover the four <laughs> points. Isn't that how it is? Celtics, yeah. Grizzlies tonight. You, you play the number. That's, That's funny. It. I'm That's actually taking the opposite. I'm taking both opposites of you. I'm taking the Bucks and I'm taking Lunch those. Lunch great. You guys Sounds do that. Good. I'm Done. not in on that. No, of course uh, not. Guys, uh, I will tell you, this NBA has been so fun to watch. And one of the reasons, and I'm glad you kind of put it out in front of my yep. face, Braylon, yesterday, is because it does feel like it's going back to the basics a little bit where teams are competing yes. against each other and you don't have all these friendships and kissing each other and hugging and uh, how are your families and when are we going to the Caymans and all this stuff. Like, there's none of that. Did you see Luka Donichick and Devin Booker at the end of that game? Luka Donichick followed Devin Booker up the tunnel. Like, you're talking about two of the softest type of people. Foreign people and light-skinned black people. Soft guys. Like, that's what they call them, the softies. They weren't soft last night. Luka wanted all the smoke, and so did Devin Booker. That's what you like to see mm. in the NBA playoffs. I don't want to see all this friendship. We kicking it, and we're doing this, and we're taking selfies at halftime and all that. I just want to see physicality. I want to see I don't like you, you don't like me. We can be friends later on. There's a later day. We can even be friends when we retire. But right now, it's about my team. It's about my brothers, my other 10 guys. I like that you're seeing that, man. Like It's adding that excitement to the NBA playoffs. I haven't been this excited about the NBA playoffs probably since KD joined the Warriors. How about this? The, the playoffs have been great for me personally because I don't have to hate anybody. Mm -hmm. LeBron ain't in this. And I've enjoyed the hell out of him not being in a playoff. Yeah. I don't think the NBA needs him in the playoffs. 
I think these I have think been they great probably, playoffs. They, they probably disagree with you. Right. But you know what? To me and, and a bunch of other – I'm fatigued. I'm LeBron fatigued. Never liked them, and I'm, and I, I'm just fatigued. Jeannie Buss comes out yesterday – and basically blames him and Anthony Davis. Put up that thing there. She didn't blame him, Anthony well, Davis. She well, did not. She did when not. When you spend that kind of money on luxury tax, you expect to go deep into the playoffs. I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied. Lakers have missed the playoffs two of the last four years. And they barely made it last year. They yeah. had a play-in game. Mm-hmm. This, this year, the, yeah, this year the Lakers had the, the fourth largest uh, cap number or luxury tax number or whatever, and then they don't make the playoff. She wasn't attacking LeBron because if you read the rest of that, what she said was, we want to make it comfortable for LeBron. LeBron to be here. We want LeBron to know that we're adding pieces for us to win a championship. Mm. So they very much are lockstep and key with LeBron. Now, she was going after everybody else. Russell Westbrook, who's making $40 million a year and didn't show up this year. Anthony Davis, who's making $40 million and isn't showing up and is getting hurt consistently and not doing the things that he needs to do in the offseason. She was going at those people. The interesting thing is she says we're trying to make it comfortable for LeBron to be here, and we're trying to let him know that we can't win championships here. How the hell are you going to win championships when you don't have any first-round picks? How the hell are you going to win championships when you don't have anybody to play with or trade for? They're in a bad situation, yeah. man. Like I got to trade LeBron. 1,000%. They got to trade 1,000%. So do. she could say whatever she wants, but the yeah. other side of the coin is yeah. I guarantee they're trying to get rid of him. That's the only thing that she can do is trade LeBron. Yeah. And to be honest. Trade AD, too, and, by the way, and while I you're at it. I can't take credit for this. Stephen A. Smith said this. LeBron should want to be traded. Yeah. So LeBron should want to get out of that city mm-hmm. as fast as he can because there's nothing that he could do for at least the next two years with that team. And two years is a long time when you talk about being 38 years old, 39 That's years 40. old, 40 years old. Uh, it guys, is enough time to let somebody else get an NBA. You know who that is. Uh, His hey, son. Yeah. Guardians and White Sox postponed today for COVID. How about that? When's the last time you heard that? Right, exactly. Cleveland uh, apparently got a COVID outbreak. Shocking um, that it happened in Cleveland. Right. Yeah, the coach, Terry Francona, and some of their players. There you go. Hey, guys, uh, it is Mazda's videos of the day next. Among those videos uh, where a team, an NFL team, screws their quarterback. I'll explain that one next. But first, a message from Chili Peppers Tanning. And don't forget, you join the Peppers Club. They'll beat all competitors by five bucks or more. 26 locations, one right down the street here on Woodward. Don't forget, don't forget that. They got the best deals, the hottest bulbs, the hottest deals, the darkest tans, your vitamin D headquarters. Head to ChiliPeppersTanning.com. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit. But we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Lemieux and McCarty, who've had a good knockdown drag up. There they go, right on the wall. They were talking to one another. Woodward Sports. Mm -mm -mm. It's big boy time. The Strawberry Fest is back. 
at Big Boy. They'll be here live tomorrow, by the way. We brought in, they brought back some of the classic breakfast items that you love. The strawberry French toast, hot cakes, and waffles. And if you're not feeling breakfast, that's all right. They got you covered. Try the new strawberry bacon chicken wrap. How about the nacho wrap or the strawberry salad? And don't forget to grab dessert. How about a piece of strawberry pie for a buck ninety-nine with a purchase of seven ninety-nine or more at participating Big Boy locations? Oh, Very man. good. Can't wait for that Big Boy. They're going to be in the house tomorrow, by Three the way. Clock. Look at that. I'm ready. Uh, guys, Woodward Sports Network, so glad to have you along with us. Thank you for watching on YouTube or listening however you get your podcasts. Um, we are coming up on 25,000 subscribers on Woodward Sports. Hit that like button for us as well. But it is that time of the day we like to play Maz's Videos of the Day. And now it's time for Maz's Videos of the Day, only on the Woodward Sports Network. Over the Jays, five to three. Yankees beat the Jays today, five to three. So they sweep the mini uh, two-game set. Let's get you started, Ryan. You brought up a quarterback, and I think I'm on the same page with you here. Are you talking about the Miami Dolphins? Yes. Okay, the Miami Dolphins put up a graphic. You see today, this, Bray? And it said, "Watch this Tua to Cheetah rocket." I did. Let's show you. Slow motion, Slow motion going up. It the looks like the ball. Gun. It looked like Lamar's javelin in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Let's keep showing that there, Fletch, as we talk keep over it. Keep showing it because here's the deal with this, Maz. What has the knock on Tua been? He doesn't have the arm. Can't throw the deep ball, right? So when Tyree Kill gets traded to the Miami Dolphins, many people around the league are like, well, no big deal because his speed becomes neutralized right. in Miami because Tua can't get him the ball. So the video that the Miami Dolphins put out, Cheetah is stopped waiting for the ball. Yeah. It was like me throwing he to you in the schoolyard. Stopped in dead to rights. He is not moving. He is waiting for the long ball. It was not a good social media uh, hit for the Dolphins. <laughs> what That's are they going to do when they get pads on? Oh, my God. And, uh, in fairness, man, it looked like one of those dogs. They were just messing around a little bit. You know, let me see. Watch his arm. Like he throws it kind of quick, gets rid of it real quick. It's a bad throw. It slips. It happens. One of the big things that they're going to do this year is they're going to run a lot of RPO stuff. She does catch a lot of things underneath. He'll do yards after the catch. He did a lot of that in, uh, in Kansas City as well. You saw a lot of plays, those deep bombs and touchdowns, a lot of that was he was catching it at 10 yards. He was catching it at 9 yards, 11 yards, and he was running for those deep touchdowns. So I'm sure they'll figure it out. They'll figure out a way to get the ball in his hands. And two, I mean, he might have to hit the gym a little bit, but it did, <laughs> it did look like a little bit of a noodle arm right there. Right? I'm sure they'll figure this out by the time the season starts. All right. My next video is for, I you, hope so. is for you parents out there that like to throw your kids' birthday parties and have and have invited guests uh, to these parties. I had Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun. And smart. This is a dinosaur invited to a kid's party. Oh my God. And the kids are running for their lives <laughs> in fear. This is the Ryan Armani party for Luke and Lydia. <laughs> Only kidding, Ryan. You no, didn't do I that would not do that to my kids. Do you know I had pause at Lily's? At Lily's, I think it was her fifth birthday really? party. Really? And pause came to the to the house. How much did that run you? I forget. I forget. I had good connections with the Tigers yeah, at that oh, time. so you might have got Now they probably charged me like $10,000. Wasn't Paws a female? 
There were all different parts. Yeah, all, lots Did of different Did you see, ones. by the way, this weekend, as Michigan State and Michigan graduated their, their seniors, anyone that was in the Sparty mascot uniform got to pose with part of that uniform. They and get there was, to reveal. There were, that the re there were several girls. The mm -hmm. Sparty was a girl at many games in basketball and football. It was, it was really good. If you want to go back and look at those, MSU did a great job on their social media. So uh, do not uh, hire that dinosaur at yours. Now, I'm a big space and NASA kind of guy. Can't wait for the hearings. <laughs> Their hearings coming out like in the next week or two for to the first time in decades. To do what? To discuss? Come out, yeah, something about the UFOs or yeah. unidentified aerial phenomena. They're in called like Technically, years. they're called UAPs. Okay. Oh. Well, this is from the Wonder of Science. We on call Twitter. them UFOs. Yes, the Wonder of Science put this next uh, picture out. This is Saturn oh. rising behind the moon. Look at this. Wow. In a lunar occultation, they call it. Are you kidding lunar me? Lunar occultation. That Look is at, incredible. Isn't that incredible? That looks amazing. You guys got to go to it on Wonder of Science Wonder on of Twitter. Science. I mean, I follow them. I just love. This Science. is amazing to me. Uh, wow. Did you look at Unbelievable. that? Unbelievable. It looks fake. There's there are people that think it's fake. It ain't fake. It's, it's not. It's science, do you know bro? how much life there is out there? There's probably like, man, there's so much oh, out there. Yeah. So many different universes out there. It's crazy. What's amazing. the one planet that people think we can live on? Mars? It's not a planet, isn't it? A moon? Isn't it one of moon? Isn't, I one, don't know. isn't it one of moon? Titan? I'm just glad they brought is back it Neptune. Pluto. It could be yeah, Neptune. Right. There's it's, a planet that they say that we can it's live not on. Neptune. It's, Neptune's it's not Neptune is freezing cold. It's a planet. It's Titan. Well, there's a Braylon planet or something out Titan there. Is yeah. a, Titan is a moon of uh, is a moon of Jupiter. Has the same type Told of. Told uh, you. Look at look you. It up. Yeah. Look Titan. at the little astronomer, Silent Braylon assassin. Edwards. Yeah. Professor Edwards. Right. On Earth science. Hey, I'll leave you with one more. Yeah, last one, man. Everybody's probably seen this. These uh, and you can't play the, the the sound on these guys, but these Not guys shocking. decide to go to Best Buy, go up oh, to the iPhone and uh, section, and try to take the iPhones that are already there oh, that have great. the locks on them, and check out the Best Buy police. Oh, this is a good one. Here they are. How do you we'll not? talk through this? Okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to walk just, over here. They just look suspect. Here we yeah, go. Well, they're start not ripping. super smart. They start ripping the Dumb. place. The guy falls. Yeah, because they're trying to get the phone. Now they're running. Here come yep. the blue shirts oh, surrounding them. Oh, yeah, look them. at that. That's like, <laughs> man. Now look at this guy. Sign him up. Oh, look at oh. that. Right there. Oh. Sign him up. Look at that tackle. What was it? What Best Buy is this? I don't know. Because if it's here, we need to go sign this man to a deal for a 10-day. We do. We can at least put him in training camp, see how it happens. <laughs> Look at that. Look at the I phone mean, on that. I, I, I honestly think it's kind of silly. I mean, it's a phone. Let the guys go. Call yeah, the police. I, okay, so I, but it's not one for multiple. Fine. Yeah, it does. And it's a multi-billion dollar it's company. A multi but they're worth what? 12000 or not 12000 1000 hours, 1200 It's a multi-billion dollar company. But like, don't you want to catch those guys, those yeah, hoods? I'd don't love you to. Catch them? No, I'd love you to. Yet, I never understood people that take this much stake. And tackling guys and doing all that. You don't get paid by tackling right, this right. guy. If that guy walks right out of there, nobody's getting mad at you and right. say, hey, look. Now, what oh, happens? Oh, that's a lie. People are getting mad. Okay, what, life okay. On the line what happens if he tackles this guy and this guy comes back and shoots? What happens if he tackles right. this guy and hurts his shoulder like a dummy? Or Susan. Because you know you don't have no insurance right. working at Best Buy. 
Oh man! I so, mean, you could get fired if you just stood there like, "Hi." I, I'd rather get I'd, re I'd rather get fired than try to tackle that and break Once my shoulder. Once gets going, that's it. Right. Gotta go, guys. I uh, love everybody. Stop tackling people in Best Buy. Do your job. It's not tackling people. Nowhere in the job description does it say, hey, if somebody's walking out with a cell phone, you tackle them. Get out of here. Or not hear that word. What was sports? See you tomorrow. Bottom line. You're hired. Yeah.